Edgar Wright's Baby Driver just right around the corner, only a couple weeks away. And to pay homage to a great writer and director as Edgar Wright, we will be talking about two collections of his great works. Tonight, we're going to be talking about a personal favorite of mine, the smash hit Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. So why don't you mix yourself up a couple G&Ts, because your BF's about to get F'd in the B <laughs> on a very special review. Review! It's milk and eggs, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review Show, where two small-town dudes give you our big, dumb opinions. I'm Troy, to the max extreme. I'm your evil ex-boyfriend. <gasps> dun, dun, dun! That's about it. Today we will be talking about Edgar Wright's Scott Pilgrim versus The World. Yes. How will it stack up? Will it hold the test of time? Has has time either soured or sweetened? Sweet, yes. <laughs> Is it like a fine wine? <laughs> Is it like a good cheese, or is it like a piece of meat? <laughs> meat or cheese? We'll, we'll find <laughs> you out. You decide. We'll find out. <laughs> At ten. Uh, but before that, JT, we're gonna get into the news of the week, starting with. Joss Whedon. Oh, Hear no. about this fella? Not what he do. Well, it's not what he did, but maybe what he's been up to. And that's not even directing it. Justice League. Well, that and apparently uh, he's been up to a lot more. He's got a lot bigger part in the DC EU than once thought. Uh oh. Now we already know he's directing them reshoots of Justice League. I.e. the rest of the movie, like, pretty much the whole movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From what it sounds. Uh, well, and he's only going to do a little bit of it, you know, two months of shooting worth. <laughs> right. You know, not that much. <laughs> not that much, you know. Just an extra film slate, just thrown on yeah. a schedule. Don't just worry about it. Just an extra reel and a half, you know, not too much. <laughs> uh, and he's also been uh, noted to be writing and directing the Batgirl movie. Coming out in the DC slate of films gotcha. somewhere in the future. Who knows where they'll stick it? Somewhere in there. Uh, the article... Now, the article I read, the headline was, Joss Whedon, much bigger part in DCEU. Reading the article, it pretty much has already said what we already just said just now. <laughs> that he's doing reshoots and is doing Batgirl. He's running the world. He's... Complete. He's nothing but. DC. He's a madman. He ate uh, that guy that's supposed to be in charge of it. And now Zack Snyder. Yeah, he ate him. <laughs> he looks like a big tough piece of meat. Better chew him more than twice. No, who's the who's like the DC guy that's like in charge of it all? There is none. It's Snyder. No, I thought there was like a guy that's like overseeing it now. Oh, uh, kind of Jeff Johns. Yeah, he ate him, and oh, now no. he's now he is Jeff Johns. Now he's gained his knowledge. He is. Yeah, he has. Uh, but I have a quote from one of the producers of the DC Extended Universe. Okay. Who was talking a little bit about Joss Whedon, and he says, 
What a piece of shit. Uh, he is a big part already. We love him. He's a great partner, collaborator, and we want him to be ensconced. We bring people by, have general meetings, and talk about comics and their favorite superhero movies. With Joss, he saw the Masterboard. So there is a master big... There's the one of those big whiteboards with things stuck in it and lines going everywhere, apparently. Uh, with Joss, he saw the Masterboard and he saw Batgirl title and he said, You guys seriously want to do Batgirl? And we said, Absolutely. He said, That's my jam. Which does sound a lot maybe like Joss Whedon. Sure. That's my jam. I can see the Weedster saying that. <laughs> Didn't know you were so close with him. <laughs> well, we're not on a first name basis. I have to call him Weedster. On a pet name basis? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just have little pet names for each oh, other. Oh, good. That's right. So what do you think, JT? What do you think of maybe Joss Whedon taking the helm of the uh, DC slate of films? It'll be good until they burn him out of it because... <laughs> like Marvel did? What did before. Uh, I want to say, like, I think... I don't know this for a fact, but it feels to me that Joss Whedon maybe just likes DC characters more than Marvel stuff. Like, they're like the big, heavy hitters batman superman wonder woman they're like the big dogs you know okay maybe he wants to play with them a little want to play with the big, maybe we'll, wants we'll to play, play with, with the big, pups i'll play with the big dogs <laughs> uh but i i liked uh all of whedon's stuff when he was at marvel yeah so i'd like to see what he does in dc you didn't think avengers 2 was too jokey no i thought it was fine okay. i like it i think i like it more than a lot of other people have seemed to turn on it oh yeah I think it's still pretty fine. Like, it's not the best Marvel movie out there. Yeah. And it's a lot like the first one. Yeah. But that uh, Hawkeye scene at the farmhouse, pretty great. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was just so pretty great. Uh-huh. The Hulkbuster scene? Yeah. Come on, man. C- come, come on, on man. Come on. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. That's what I think about that. All right. Uh, Transformers 5, JT. Oh, yeah. The Last night, Yeah. Has hit the big screen. It. It's gotta be killing it. Hit the big screen like a piece of shit hitting a fan. <laughs> uh, it's polling to be the lowest domestic opening for the series. Yeah. I and figured as much. every review that I've seen, because I don't want to see it at all. Yeah. But every review that I'm seeing of it has been negative. Yeah. In fact, even Jeremy Johns, YouTube uh, movie star, or movie review star, yeah. gave it his lowest rating of dog shit. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, loved it. <laughs> right. Even Mr. Sunday Movies, who is usually pretty generous about things, said this is just an awful movie. Yeah. You were talking a little bit about it earlier before we started. What? Uh, what did I've you heard? Hear? I've heard it's just all over the place. I haven't actually watched it, nor do I care to watch it. Right? Because it looks like every other Transformers that's come out. Yeah. I could get, give a fuck. Yeah. About it. Yeah. I from what I heard is that it takes everything that you've probably disliked about the franchise and does it in spades in this yeah. movie. Ugh. God. Amps up the shit. 
being that it's uh, also King Arthur's in it, so this is the second King Arthur movie of the movie season so far, <laughs> of almost the the summer movie season. Yeah, just about. Yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? Um, oh, being that it's Michael Bay's last so so called Transformers movie. Yeah. Do you think this will be the last Transformers? movie? No, it's movie? not going to be because they're making like eighteen more. <laughs> yeah. Well, they said that about other things too, and yeah. that could maybe not. Apparently they're they making happened. like an uh, uh, Bumblebee spinoff movie. Yeah, I, I knew that, and that's like, already takes like place in the, works. in the 80s. Yeah, but I mean that's gonna be maybe loosely connected to this, possibly, because I didn't don't know. didn't was Bumblebee here like in the first movie? Was he been on Earth for a while? Yeah, he well he was like the first Transformer you see, like in the first one, because he's. That old Camaro or whatever? Yeah, he's the yellow Camaro that... I already feel shitty about talking about this for <laughs> as much as we have. From what I just hear, Transformers 5 is sucking. If you've seen it, let us know what you thought. I'm just going on hearsay. I'm not seeing the movie. Yeah. Not seeing it. It didn't get good with the fifth one. As uh, the Fast franchise did. Yeah. So... There. Actually, I want to pull something up because in a group chat I have going, somebody put up an interesting link about Transformers 5. Okay. And here it is. There is a GoFundMe out for the Filmcast podcast to go see Transformers 5. Yeah. Not because they're like just looking to get money to go see it. Yeah. They don't want to see it. <laughs> And so they started a GoFundMe to donate to charity whatever they make. They put, like, a $500 goal up. And as of 12 days, they've made $6,200 Holy to donate shit. to charity. That's, that's the best thing a Transformers has ever done well, so, that I've seen so far. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what a joke. Yeah. Get out of here, Transformers. <laughs> you stink! A uh, little bit lighter news, JT. You a fan of Sonic the Hedgehog? Sure. I, I played, a, played a little Sonic on my Game Gear growing up. Oh, boy. Putting in those 18 batteries and having to be drained Jesus in like an Christ. hour. Yep. I was I was using that extension cord every fucking... <laughs> those batteries lasted like less than an hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, good news. Sega will be bringing all of its game properties to mobile... For free. And that includes all the way back to their Sega Master System in the 80s, all the way up to the Dreamcast. Oh, shit. For mobile devices. And they're just going to be having come out and burst for Apple uh, and Android. There you go. There you go. If you're looking to get on some of those classics, like Sega, or, or I mean Sonic, or Sonic the Hedgehog 2, (laughs) or Crazy Taxi... Whenever that's going to be out, <laughs> check it out. Check it out on mobile. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's funny to me that, like, now phones can, like, play Dreamcast games. Yeah. That blows my mind. That's, like, around the time of, like, what, like, the original PlayStation? It was in the 90s. Uh, I don't know. I think it like the Dreamcast came out like a weird time like between 
the first and second PlayStation. Yeah, probably. I don't remember. I always wanted a Dreamcast. I thought they were. They didn't last long though. No, did they? they didn't. I don't know what the deal was. Maybe it just was like bad timing on their part. But I always wanted one. But I think the only game I ever played was Crazy Taxi. <laughs> there you have it. Troy Levin is Crazy Taxi. I've never got to play a lot of that Crazy Taxi. Just that demo that they had set damn up it. in, like, Target or whatever they had. God damn it. Uh, JT, we talked last week. Justice League is being scored by the Elfman. Yeah. Well, some smart fan out there recut the Justice League trailer to the Batman 89 theme song. And it is... Watch it with, like, your hand on your crotch. Yeah, it is glorious. <laughs> I just edged myself all the way through that video. It's awesome. The Batman soundtrack is the best soundtrack next to the Top Gun soundtrack. This has already been established. That's good. It's, good. it's, it's the rules of the world. All right. I will not hold it against you. Thank you. Thank you very much, JT. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> so check that out on YouTube. It's there, ready for your viewing pleasure. Oh, yes. JT, do you ever watch Downton Abbey? No. I, I think Molly's watched it. Uh, Chelsea's a big fan of it. Uh, she yeah. was trying to be on the show tonight, but uh, little Miss Macy was having a little uproar. Oh, having a little uproar. A little fussy. Oh, yeah. She's she a fan of Scott Pilgrim? Uh, Chelsea? Opinionated of Scott Pilgrim? She, I, I don't know, I kind of, she didn't really say too much when mm. we were watching it. So I kind of, maybe we'll call her try, in here. Try and get in here We'll call bit. her in here. Call her in here. We'll call her in here when the time comes. Curious what she has to think. Me too, me too. Uh, but anyway, Downton Abbey movie is happening. If you ever, All right. If you were ever wondering what was happening at the end of the series that I never made it to. Yeah. The movie will probably wrap up all them loose ends. All right, good. 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 Good, good. I'm glad. I want to know who, who, what servant did what to what servant. Servant. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> I saw most, I think, of the first season and a little bit of the second season. And it was actually a really good show. Okay. Like, I might start it from the beginning to rewatch it. Just because I only really saw, like, half the episodes. Yeah. But I was intrigued. And it was... I don't know if I'll make it through the whole series. Because <laughs> I think there's more episodes than I think there are. I think there's, like, six seasons. Oh, Lord. I think I'd get to probably three and be like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably fill in the rest of the holes. <laughs> I'll just watch the movie and tie up all my loose ends. There you go. So look out for that Down Abbey movie. It's happening. It's going to be a blockbuster hit. It's going to be straight to PBS. So many explosions. Uh, speaking Michael of, Bay's directing it, I hear. <laughs> speaking of movies, uh, The Watchmen. Big, big deal yeah. in comics history. Zack Snyder made a film adaptation, in, I think, in 2009? Maybe? Yeah, eight. 2008? Yeah, I think it was eight. It met with mixed results but did overwhelmingly pretty great at the box office did it i can't remember if it did good or not it made his money back is okay, what well, i'm trying fine. to say <laughs> but now that uh it's come and gone yeah it's had a little time to breathe mm -hmm. it's now getting an animated feature supposedly rumored by dc animated films yeah so maybe we'll get the squid 
back in its rightful place. Yeah. But did you hear the news that I heard? I did. I was leading up to okay. it. Okay. Okay. That it's now going to be a. Now, not yet. It's not concrete. Yeah. But things are in the works for a Watchmen HBO series, which it was originally going to be before it was a live action feature film. Yeah. By Damon Lindelof. Yeah. Of The Leftovers Mm -hmm. and Lost Mm -hmm. fame. Early development. Yeah. Would you like to speak on this, JT? I am for it. I am for it as well. I want to see what he does with it. I, I'm i for it because I feel like this is the best way to see Watchmen really extrapolated upon. Yeah. But I, the one thing I don't want to have happen is like just to f- fill time in some parts where it's just like little extra stuff. Yeah. That... Because it's already, like, one of the tightest stories yeah. out there. Like, if you mess with it too much, mm-hmm. you either mess with the pacing or you mess, mess with the feel of the sh- of the whole thing. Yeah. And this is, like, a thing that's beheld in high regard yeah. by many people. Yeah. It's never been out of print <laughs> since it's gone, like, since it's gotten to issue 12. Yeah. Or whatever it is. So... If he doesn't nail it, <laughs> I don't know. I want to see what he does with it. Like I, the thing that I like the most about Dame Lindelof, because he even did this with Leftovers too, where he's not afraid to take like an entire episode to tell like one confined story within a, within a universe. Like he did it with Le- like Lost all the time. He did it with Leftovers all the time too. And I think especially for uh, a universe like this where you have so many eccentric characters, like, you need kind of storytelling like that. Yeah. And the book does do that. Like, it will branch off and it'll tell, like, Dr. Manhattan's story here or, like, yeah. comedian story here. But, like, I was wondering, like, if they would incorporate almost... Like, some stories are more fleshed out than others and some can be told at a faster pace. Yeah. And I was wondering if they would almost include... Maybe some before Watchmen stuff added into that? Maybe. I don't know. Don't know, man. We'll see. We'll we see. We'll see. There is, like, stuff that they did cut from the movie. Yeah. Which is weird cause well, they the had to because the movie's almost three that, hours long. Yeah. They had to because that's a movie and they're basing it off of a enormous book. Right. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, I really think Zack Snyder did a good job. Putting together Watchmen, yeah, for a mo- for the a movie that yeah. can only be so long, I thought they he did a pretty stand up job. Like I said, I I like the visuals. Like he took yeah. he took panels from the book and made it really visually attractive on the screen. Right, but the stuff that he added, I was not a fan of. What like what parts? Like just like the scenes where like he would just throw in random dialogue. Like it even felt out of place. Oh yeah, and some of the over violence in it too. Yeah. Like, like when, like, Silk Spectre breaks that guy's arm and his bone sticks out? Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And they're supposed to be just, they're, like, superheroes, but they're not, like, they're just regular people. Right. And he's having them, like, kick people, like, halfway across an alleyway through a dumpster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. And the, yeah, Those and then, parts are less forgiving. And some of the dialogue that he just adds in, like, I always remember, like, that scene where, like, the, where, like, the pregnant shit comes in. And when they're at the Vietnam bar with the comedian, and the comedian's just, like, 
just railing off just a bunch of obscenities like get the fuck out of you stupid fucking bitch and I'm like yeah yeah you had like all this like really cool dialogue and then just breaks down to like a 13 year old just jizzing all over a fucking like <laughs> yeah sick car to a fuck herself and like call her a c-u-n-t yeah <laughs> I don't think they dropped the c-word in it I don't know, but they, he fucking, <laughs> yeah, like... He did a number on you, though, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, they're just... It, I could tell the part, parts where, like, Zach, they're like, okay, now, there's not a lot of dialogue in this part, so I'll add a few things here. And it seems kind of out out there compared to, like, the rest of the dialogue. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it happens very much in the movie, but I did like the part that he added where Hollis Mason defeats all of his old enemies before he dies by the knot-tops. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. That I thought that was really cool. I was surprised that was actually cut from the theatrical, like uh, yeah, that was pretty neat. Cut. And it's oh, it didn't really. It was only like two minutes more. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was a really cool part. Stumped to see it. Uh, do you think they would add in the black freighter stuff to the? Uh, I don't know. to the series. I don't know. Well, I I don't know what direction you want to go with it. So I'd be curious. We'll see. We, of course, will see. We'll see if it even gets off the ground. Yeah. Apparently in development. Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Show what you got, Damon. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of movies. Got, got my faith back with leftovers, so. Oh, that's good. I, I, did it end? Did I ask you, did it end well? Yeah, it ended good. Ended good. Yeah. Stamp of approval. Yeah. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lord and Miller, JT, big news on these two. Real big news on these two. Big news on these two. Uh, fired from the Han Solo solo movie. Yeah. Big news. Apparently they, uh, clashed immediately with the head of Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy, uh, for creative differences. Now, Lord Miller, you know them from the Lego movie. Uh, mm -hmm. They also... What what have other, other things that they've done? Uh, 21 Jump Street. Oh, yeah, that's right. 21 Jump Street. Uh, they're pretty big, pretty heavy into uh, Last Man on Earth. Right. So uh -huh. they... Uh, r r a lot of comedy. Yeah. Is what they're, yeah. what they're doing. So... I, the, I don't think this has started filming at all, has it? Well, no, there's set yeah. photos and stuff like that. It's, It should be being pretty close to being done because it's supposed to come out next summer. That's true. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. We got another DC thing on our hands. Get yeah. weeding on it. Yeah. There's uh, a few things that happened with Disney this past week where it's like, eh, there might be little cracks in the... Chinks in the armor? Little chinks in the armor a little bit. Oh, God. Uh... So, who knows what the creative differences were. I'm assuming they wanted to be a little more jokey. And yeah. they wanted to be maybe a little more serious. I heard that, like, one of the things that they were really pissed about was that they, like, Lord Miller wanted to give the actors more creative liberties and, like, do a little more improv here and there. Sure. And, like, I guess Disney's, like, very strict on, like, stick to the script. Really? Yeah. They come down that hard? Isn't that like the directors? Well, like, now they well they want they have a set like timeline they want to be displayed. So like they are kind of up the director's asses when oh, it comes to that. I didn't know that. Um, 
But heard a rumor that because they've been let go from the Han Solo movie, that they may be looking back to do the DC Flash movie. That they've uh, even uh, recently left that project as well. They Lord to, Miller? Yeah, they were the one of the first few directors hmm. signed on to do it. And then they left to do this, the Han Solo movie. Yeah. And they got fired. So they're like, well, maybe we'll do Flash. <laughs> maybe we will end up doing Flash. Yeah. If there's any directors out there that would want to do Flash, I feel like Lord Miller would do a good job. Flash is supposed to be, like, light and jovial and, oh, like, yeah. not so super yeah. serious. And and we've seen DC gives more... They gave Patty Jenkins a whole lot. It seemed like they gave him a whole lot, her a whole lot of uh, liberties yeah. when it came to Wonder Woman. Right. Turned out pretty good. So, we'll see. I would... If there's going to be anyone going to the Flash, let it be them. There you go. Um, also, uh, rumors that now since they've left, somebody walking in and taking the director's chair. Old Opie. <laughs> That's right. Ron Howard uh, may be looking uh, to take over that chair. And uh, who knows how that turned out. Don't know as of yet. That news just dropped this day. I don't know. I don't think he's too well known for his action, though. No, but a lot of stuff he does is pretty well regarded. Yeah. So. I mean, he can film tent, he can tent scenes. Not yeah. scenes in tents, but intense <laughs> scenes. But that awesome, where Han Solo goes to that tent planet. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Chewie, stake that side down, damn it! Oh my god, we got a windstorm! This will really test our skills! You didn't zip the bug net! You got so many space mosquitoes in here! Minox are getting all up in here! So many Minox on the tent. You didn't zip up the mesh! Uh, classic. End scene. Man, can't uh, wait. Can't wait. Last bit of news I have. Sony... Pictures, yeah. JT. Yep. Maybe good news? Uh, are looking to incorporate Craven the Hunter and Mysterio, two villains we brought up last week and can't shut up about. That maybe they heard us. They're like, these guys know what they're talking about. They may incorporate <laughs> those two in their own spinoff movies. Yep. Fuck you, Sony. <laughs> Just... Have them fight Spider-Man! <laughs> I don't want to see their story! Well, you, you saw the video that I... <laughs> I did see the video! So... It's all the same! News came out to this, this past week where uh, Sony was like, Well... Well, first, like, as I brought up last week, they were like, Yeah, well, it's not going to be part of the MCU. Like, we're right. making our own universe. Right. And then people just lost their shit. They're right. like, well, this is dumb. I'm not going to go see this. Yeah. And then, because uh, they pulled Nautable, they were like, <laughs> actually, you know what? It's going to be part of the MCU. Totally part of it. Was the whole time. If you uh, go online <laughs> and watch like, an interview where they announce this, they have a old uh, Kevin Feige sitting right next to uh, the head of Sony. Yeah. Doesn't really look like he was in on the whole uh, idea of it. Nah. In fact, they do the whole sad Affleck. Yeah, they do the whole face. sad Affleck, Affleck montage <laughs> where they show his face like looking like he's going to yell yeah. at somebody right after this is done. At one point, like 
I think she caught him off guard in the interview. Yeah. Because he says, she says something, and you can almost see, like, his eyes bug out of his skull. Yeah. Like, you see, like, his, he's, like, looking at her, and then, like, she's like, yes, Spider-Man will be part of this universe. Yeah, yeah, it's Mar- <laughs> yeah, and he, he, he will be, Venom will be part of this same world that we're creating. And then, like, <laughs> you see, like, his eyes, like, dart from her to the camera. <laughs> and it's, like, n- Yeah. I'm really curious how this whole relationship's going to end up. Yeah, like me too. Enjoy Spider-Man: Homecoming, Troy, because it might be the <laughs> only Spider-Man movie in the MCU. I don't know. It's already con- <laughs> he's already contracted for Disney films. All right, we'll see. You know what I want to see is like Feige gets up enough in an uproar where, like, Disney's just like. Fuck it, we're buying Spider-Man back from you, Sony. What? But yeah, but they have to. They have to sell it to buy it. <laughs> just offer. Just write down a number on a piece of paper, <laughs> slide it across the table, and then see if they see if they smile and nod. And then you take all of the Spider-Man rights back. <laughs> oh, Troy. Uh, <laughs> last bit of news that I said I had is not true because I have something else too. It has to do with, like, uh, Avengers stuff. Yeah. Even though I heard, I read something today that uh, Fox's plane could do another Fantastic Four thing, which they have to if they want to keep the rights. It's in the contract with the stuff they have. But uh, somebody mocked up a poster for at the end of Avengers 3, I think. Uh, It's like a teaser for, like, Avengers 4. Yeah. And it says... Uh, at the top it says unite the and it has the Avengers A but then it cuts off a part of the A so it's got the four on there so teasing Fantastic Four that it was pretty cool but it if it was a thing on like Twitter I'd be like like (laughs) but it's not real so it's just unfortunate it's just blue balling you is what it's doing we all know you don't like dim them blue balls. Can't can't we all just get along? Can't we all just share the comic book characters? Become one nation and unite under all characters? <laughs> Come on, world. Come on, world. Get with it. What do you if got? If we don't do? put all of comic book characters together, the terrorists win. That's right. That's exactly what George W. Bush tried to eliminate. He did. He Old W. Jo- yeah, George W. Bush was the one that gave <laughs> Spider-Man to Sony. <laughs> uh, Troy, here's a movie that I'm kind of curious about. Okay. I guess Netflix is going to be starting a movie starring Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson. What? Where they play the agents who were in charge of taking down Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, my. Movie called Highwayman. Highwayman. Kevin Costner and old Woody, huh? Yep. Old Woody. See what they can do together. I've actually never seen Bonnie and Clyde. I like Bonnie and Clyde. It's actually. good. Yeah. I, I watched like- it for my uh, movie class that I took. Mm. I always get uh, Bonnie and Clyde mixed up with Thelma and Louise. <laughs> because it's a man and a woman, and then it's a woman and a woman. Doesn't matter. I'm not- <laughs> It just, I always, I always just mix them up. 
Well, people say Bonnie and Clyde, and I feel like I always just see him driving off that ne- cliff. Next time you hear Bonnie and Clyde, bank robbers, <laughs> yeah, Thelma and Louise, old whores. <laughs> <laughs> just thank you. There I'll, you go. I'll remember that. Like, kind of like a little bit of a you know, yeah, kind of short sure. association. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Thank you. <laughs> old whores. Old whores. <laughs> I don't really think they were that old when they made Thumb and Louise. I'm just going to say it. Or whorish. Were they whorish? I don't know. They. Fu- I think they both fucked Brad Pitt in it. Ah. So they're Eskimo sisters. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's weird. Troy, Saw 8. <laughs> yeah. Saw 8's yeah. coming out. Yeah. It's continuing. That's too bad. I always thought that was going to be done forever. <laughs> I thought so too. But they, the title for it just came out. It's just entitled now Jigsaw. Flipping the script. <laughs> Even though he's been dead since the Third fourth movie. <laughs> but who knows? The like They all took place at the same time I guess. Who, who yeah, fucking knows? They either took place at the same time or like there's a bunch of weird flashbacks. Nobody remembers. Some kid was in a safe yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Me neither. But I don't care about this movie The doctor whatsoever. that got his foot cut off, I guess, was still was alive the whole time. Who what? knows? Garbage. He Turns was. out the yeah, chick from Becker was a big part in it. Jesus. Okay. I never even watched Becker. Really? It was pretty good. It was decent. <laughs> I was going to say pretty good, and then I changed my mind halfway through the sentence. <laughs> couldn't commit to the... Couldn't commit to pretty good. <laughs> You know what? No, I'll stand my ground saying Becker was pretty good. Oh, shit. That's right. Come at me. Come at like, me, internet. I do like Ted Danson. Ted Danson is pretty good. He's he was the best part of Becker. He's a charming mofo. He was a, a real dick doctor. If you ever get around to watching Damages, he's really good in Damages, too. I'll never watch Damages. I know you won't, but he was good in Damages. All right. Thanks. Thanks for telling me that. He's also good in Cheers. All right. <laughs> Have you seen Bored to Death? Uh, I tr- I think I watched it a couple episodes of it. It's okay. Yeah. It looks like I would love it. Yeah, I mean, it looks like the cast looks like really fun, but it's it's it it's not as silly as you think it would be. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause, yeah, because they have Zach Galifianakis and Ted Danson. Yeah. And um, it is a comedy, but I I don't know. It never really. Like, the the comedy never really struck me like, yeah, I need to watch this every week. Okay. So, I don't know. All right. All right. I'll give it the old college try. I'll give yeah, it a few ahead. reps. Go check it out. It's all right. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, Troy, back yeah. to that Venom Sony movie. Uh, yeah. Back can't, to it. Can't wait for it. Apparently, the Venom movie has its villain. It's not going to be Venom. <laughs> Okay, Venom is going to be the they're, antagonist. They're going to yeah, or or protagonist. It's going to be the protagonist against Carnage. Great. To just put them all in there, like, right it right away. Slimy monsters just beating each other up. Yeah, Spider-Man. It's not pretty much going to be the Iron Man of villains. <laughs> just two people in goo just beating, beating each, each other, other up. <laughs> just throwing all the rest of the symbiotes. Just throw them all just in do there. Do it. Just fucking do it. Get Toxin in there. Or 
Screech or Thrasher or whatever the fuck the other ones are. Jesus Christ. I, don't, I legit am losing more interest as you say these fucking names. <laughs> They're starting to sound like Transformers. <laughs> There's literally like nine Venoms. And when I say Venoms, different characters who are all just Venom. And there's, like, a ton of them. Yeah. He's not special anymore because the 90s happened. <laughs> Fucking comic books. Sometimes you suck. Uh, Troy, Disney with their sweet deal with Netflix? Yeah. You get a bunch of... I think they just put Moana on there not too long ago, actually. Yeah. Uh, people are wondering, when are you going to start putting some of that Star Wars on there? What the fuck, man? Come on. Put it up. You got Star Wars. We know you got a sweet deal with Netflix. That's right. Get on that shit. Put it up. Well, put it up. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're going to put Rogue One on Netflix next month. Next? Well, yeah. check it out. July. Into July. Into July. <laughs> Do they put... Uh, I got a real big kick out of saying July. <laughs> Putting it up in July. in July. Do they put up the Marvel films as fast as they do Disney films? Uh, I don't think they do. They put Marvel films up there, though. They I just they... put Doctor Strange up there like last month, I think. Do they? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, Doctor Strange is on there. Civil War is still on there. I guess you're right. All right. I'm just checking. Give him a fucking break, dude. I was just checking. Uh, got a rumor from Fox. Oh, my God. Okay, good. Jesus, it's not that big of a room. God. (laughs) Door stuck open. I'm choking on these rumors right now. (laughs) Uh, You brought up Fantastic Four? Yeah. About how they might be possibly being used in Marvel. Another rumor is that Fox... God damn it. ...bringing back Fantastic Four. Yeah. But in a more kid-friendly reboot. Yeah, I fucking knew I read this somewhere. (laughs) Kid-friendly. They're gonna gonna stop being so gritty and just trying to get those characters out there and appeal to them kids. Get that kid money. You know what? I think you brought this up as a possible idea. I think I did. And I admit, like, I think I forgot that I even said this. If I even did. But I think that's the smartest way to go. Yeah. Because I know you've been heavy on, because you just read, like, that Fantastic Four. Right. And you were really cool. You were, like, really high on, like, them doing it that way. Uh Uh-huh. But I cannot see them doing it that way and still making it kid-friendly. Yeah, they would have to ditch some of the stuff that they did in that that run that I'm reading, but I think if they... Like, this is the way to do it. Yeah. Appeal to the kids. The kids will buy it. Yeah. Buy the merch. Yeah. I think that's the way to go. All right. That's the smartest... I mean, it's probably going to be shit, like, still. But if they appeal to the kids, kids will watch anything. Yeah. Boss Baby. People yeah. People saw it. Yeah. Not people a lot of people. Boss baby. People saw Boss Baby. <laughs> I don't know. Out of all the ways they could go, they could sell it back to Marvel. But then, the second best thing they could do is make it for kids. Yeah. Just, like, appeal to another market that is craving superhero films but are not drawn to that more gritty... Right. Like, I would be all up for just seeing a more lighthearted 
uh, superhero right like franchise. Yeah, maybe this could be it. Maybe got Mister we'll Fantastic. See. Got the Invisible Woman. Oh yeah. You got everyone's favorite Human Torch. Yeah. Got the ever loving blue eyed thing. Everyone loves the thing. Everyone loves the thing. He's a lovable lug. Yeah, he's good. Get that merch. Get that That's merch. What you need you need to get that merch out, bruh. Get that merch. You can't have that weird Fantastic Four dark merch that like came out during that movie. What? Had like action figures and stuff of like the last Van Tranks movie. Yeah. Just like everybody in black, gross costumes. The thing just looked like shit. I don't know. <laughs> Not good. Nothing good came from that movie. Nothing good. <laughs> I actually was just listening to something. They were they brought up that movie, and they said that out of all the movies, the first one that came out from Tim Story, I think it was, yeah. is the best one. I would say so. And even then, it's kind of like really corny. Oh, yeah. They do, a, they do like a, they do a, we're being so crazy montage. Yeah. <laughs> Well, especially where Mr. <laughs> Fantastic reaches across the hallway to get toilet paper from oh, the bathroom. shit, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, they still do goofy things like that. And then they do, like, weird, like, invisible woman loses her powers for a second and gets caught in her underwear. Like, type stuff. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like, fucking weird. But I really liked, uh, fuck, from Nip Tuck. Oh, Christian Troy. Yeah, I whatever. liked him as Doctor Julian Doom. Julian McMahon. Yeah, I liked him as Doctor Doom. I don't know. I liked... I didn't like their portrayal of Doom in that movie, but I I could see him as a good Victor yeah, Von Doom. Yeah, he had this, like, weird coldness to him that I kind of liked. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I liked him. And I liked the Silver Surfer in the second movie. Yeah. But, like, otherwise the movie was not Old as... Larry Fish. Yeah, it wasn't as... <laughs> taken over for, what's his name, Doug Jones or something, who did Abe Sapien and then also got talked over by Niles in the Hellboy movies. Oh, Jesus. Just not getting any love. No love. No love for Doug Jones. What were we talking about? Uh, Fantastic Four. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, anyway, I didn't even bring up my point, what I was saying. (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? The guy uh, was bringing up the Trank Fantastic Four movie and how, like, they did, like, the body horror stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And, like, the way he was talking, like, I agreed with him. Like, that's not, like, the fun kind of Fantastic Four movie you want to see. Yeah. But going back and remembering that movie, that's, like, my favorite part of it. Yeah. Like, I guess it depends on, like, the take you're wanting to go. If you wanted to go that route, yeah. then, like, the body horror stuff I was perfectly fine with. Just yeah. make it that kind of a movie. But it was just so shitty that, like... It doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. Nothing yeah, can I, save I, it. I like the idea of it for like be, that being like the price you pay for like these powers that you've that you've acquired. Yeah, like people kind of glorify it so much. Like, look at all this cool stuff you can do, and like you can have that, but like also put in a thing there where it's like, but they went through so much shit in order to be who they are. Yeah, yeah, that was like the best part of the whole fucking movie. Of that was just that shit. Like yeah. Reed Richards looking back, and you see his body stretched out all the way across the room. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying. Like yeah. so you got these weird powers, and you just like all of a sudden we're like made of like rubber, or like we're a big thing. Yeah, <laughs> or your body was on fire. <laughs> just like, would you freak the fuck out? Oh yeah. So yeah. Anyway, we can move on. 
<laughs> Fantastic Four. Check it out sometime. Uh, Troy, I guess Tor- uh, Warner Brothers is in the process of creating a new Twilight Zone movie. Okay. I guess they, uh, they're they in talks with the guy that did Oblivion to direct. Yeah. Okay. And they just got a writer, too, Christine LaVeif. I don't know, but she does a lot of sci-fi stuff. But I never saw, like I never saw the Twilight Zone movie. No, I didn't either. But I heard it's really good. And I just love the Twilight Zone in general. Me too. I'm surprised just with like that shit. The, the success of Black Mirror that they haven't tried to bring back the Twilight Zone and like a yeah. more contemporary. Yeah, well, probably because they have Black Mirror. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm just surprised that like they haven't even given a shot. You know, well, like, I don't know. Who knows? But I, I'd be for it. I like me some Twilight Zone. All right, all right. See what they can, uh, what they can do with it. Uh, Troy, that Godzilla sequel. Yeah, King, King of, of Monsters. Monsters. That's right. We just winked at each other. We did. <laughs> uh, getting helmed by Gareth Evans. Apparently, they got the villain, or should I say, villains? What for Godzilla, King of Monsters? How will he win? They will have not just. Mothra. Oh my. Not just Rodan. What? But also the granddaddy King Ghidorah. <laughs> like how you had to Gidra- look down. Gidra- Was it Ghidorah? <laughs> I can't remember. It's the three headed, like. Yeah, three headed dragon thing. Yeah. I can't remember what his name is either. Ghidra or something like that. There's probably people, like, fucking throwing their goddamn Maybe. devices across the room. <laughs> but, yeah, all three of them will appear in Godzilla 2. It's going to be a slugfest out there, JT. They're just going to be beating the living piss out of each other. Now, listen, if Godzilla can defeat all three of these monsters, how do you think that King Kong will ever stand a chance with the King of Monsters? I don't fucking know, man. It's too tough to tell. I mean, if he takes down all three of them, it's going to be a tough fight between him and Kong. That's right. That's How- why Kong doesn't isn't king yet, because he hasn't beaten Godzilla. Oh, my God. Kong don't take no shit. Kong don't take no shit. Not like that fucking Mothra. Yeah. Mothra takes all the shit. Mothra takes the shit. It's a big bug. It's a big moth. What the fuck? Wouldn't that be gross if, like, Mothra flew by you and his wing touched you and got that, that powdery shit all over you? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like when when you touch a moth's wings, you get like that giant weird powdery shit. They make like you? a big mothball, and Ugh. then it just like gets away. What do mothballs do? Deter moths? Do they kill moths? I think just I don't know. They just draw them away. Ugh, I don't know. We stink. <laughs> Email us. Do review they stink? review pod <laughs> at gmail.com. What do mothballs do? What do mothballs do? I remember one of Neil's jerk friends put mothballs in my locker in high school. (laughs) I opened them up like my locker and mothballs spilled out. And And you beat the piss out of them. That locker stunk. (laughs) But, turns out, no moths. Well, there you go. (laughs) All my sweaters were fine. So, if anything, he did you a favor. Sure. I think he also put weird anti-homosexual like things in magnets on my oh, locker, Jesus too. Jesus Christ! It's a different time. All right, moving on. 
The Teen Choice Awards, Troy. Are they now? They put their nominations out this past week. I I won't go through the actors, but I'll I'll go through the movies and see what would you pick, and then what you what do you think dumb shitty teenagers are gonna pick? Okay, I like this. All right, first choice action movie. Okay, we got Logan. Okay, Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Men Tell No Tales. Okay, The Fate of the Furious. Mm Mm-hmm. Transformers: The Last Night. Okay. Wonder Woman. Okay. And Triple X Return of Xander Cage. For action movie. Yes. You know what? I think I'm going to do Fate of the Furious for really? action you think movie. Kids are going to be all about that shit? Yes, I think they are. All right, I can see that. A lot of uh, a lot of hot stars in that. Yes. I don't know. I what would you that. what are you cuz it seemed like you weren't on board with my answer? I don't know. I'm thinking maybe pirates. There's a lot of oh. girls out there that are always like, oh, Johnny Depp. I don't know. I think even the kids nowadays know that the Pirates franchise isn't good. I don't know. It's weird adults that are our <laughs> age or older. Actually, like, weird adults that are ten years older than us that are still going out to Pirates movies. Okay, I can, yeah, I can, all right, I can, I can see your point. You convinced me. Thank you. I have a way with words and a way with convincing people. Um, sci-fi movie now, Troy. Okay. We got Arrival. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy Vol 2. That's going to win. Kong Skull <laughs> Island. Guardians 2. Power Rangers. Guardians 2. Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Guardians 2. The Space Between Us. No. Guardians 2. I don't know, two. The Space Between Us. Have you heard about Space Between Us? <laughs> no. It's like a shitty, like, teen drama romance where, like, a kid lives on Mars and he falls in love with a girl on Earth and then he flies down to Earth but then he's so used to the Mars atmosphere that he's slowly dying. Guardians 2. I, I've been shaking my head this whole time look, you've been telling me Teenage this. girls are going to vote the Why fuck do you out think of this? Only teenage girls are voting for this Because stuff. that's all that they did for the MTV Movie Awards. <laughs> they picked a shit ton of horrible <laughs> stuff for that. Guardians 2 is going to be the winner for sci-fi. I'm in space between us. Oh, Teenagers Jesus. are dumb as fuck. We should write this down in case, see if our predictions come true. Go ahead. I'm going to write it down. All right. Okay, action. Action, we pretty much both said. Er, just to be different, I'll say Triple uh, X Return of Xander Cage. Okay. Because that's also a dumb action movie that I think kids would watch. Is that the third one? Triple X 3? Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I said uh, The Space Between Us, and you yeah. said uh, Guardians Vol 2. Guardians Vol 2, Space Between Us. Okay. Okay, uh, for fantasy. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Doctor Strange. Okay. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. <clears throat> All right. Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Okay. And Moana. Oh. I'm going to say Beauty and the Beast. I'm going to say Moana. All right. All right. All right. This is fun, JT. I like this. <laughs> All right. Uh, choice drama. Oh now let's God. get into the drama, the drama aspect At the of it. the Teen Choice Awards. 
Before I Fall. Have not heard of that one. Everything, Everything. Have not heard of that. Gifted. Hidden Figures. The Edge of Seventeen. And The Shack, which I've heard The Shack is just like a oh, Christian-based, like... I know The Shack. Uh, I think hmm. Edge of Seventeen is gonna... I've heard Edge of Seventeen is pretty good. Yeah, I can... Hmm. I'm gonna say Edge of Seventeen. I can see Edge of Seventeen. We're both going to Edge of Seventeen? Or do you want to change it up? Because uh, I'm not. I might go everything, everything, but... I heard it's like a really shitty... Uh, <laughs> What's that one where like the kids have cancer but they love each other? Mm. Uh, I don't know. Hills have eyes or something. Yeah. That... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm... I'll go with that. Just seventeen. <laughs> okay. I'll go with that. Just seventeen. Uh, comedy, Troy. Sweet. Uh, only four for this one. Okay. Uh, Cars three. <laughs> okay. Finding Dory. Ugh. Okay. Keeping up with the Joneses. And table nineteen. Table nineteen. That's like the one with Anna Kendrick, where they're like at the they're like at the table where oh at the wedding table yeah table for losers or yeah. whatever it is. Oh, man. I'm just gonna go with Finding Dory because I can't think of anything what else. What was the third one you said? Uh, Keeping up with the Joneses. It's that one where like Gal Gadot and uh... yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> it don't sound so. None of those are any good. You said Dory. Yeah. Uh, what was the last one you said? Uh, <laughs> table nineteen. God, yeah, it's a really shitty category. I'll say Joneses. All right. I know that's not it. Do you want to do TV too, or just stop in the movies? Yeah, we'll do. Well, is TV the same thing? Like same categories? Uh, let me see. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, like same categories. Let's just do movies. Okay, that's fine. That is fine. All right. All right. Here's our picks. When are the Teen Choice Awards, anyway? Uh, <laughs> let me see. <laughs> Teen uh, Choice Picks. Uh, it airs August 13th. Oh, God. We got to remember about all this shit. August I know. 13th. All right. Want to put something down for it? Make it interesting? Sure. I'll go... Uh, Winner of the most... Buys the beer for the following week. Sounds good. Okay. Or the loser, I guess. Yeah. The loser buys beer. Sounds good. Sweet. I love that we did this during a podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right. This will be here until August 13th. All right. It's not moving. Okay. Right. Uh, everybody at home had fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the new Jumanji movie, Troy. I guess we'll pay tribute to Robin Williams. By not using his likeness, hopefully. Probably not. But no, um, I guess the, the most, most of the movie is supposed to take place like in the same jungle that Robin Williams' character was stuck in. Yeah. Like, this is supposed to be more of a sequel than just like a reboot. Okay. And I guess they're going to like find like small things here and there to link back to that character from the original Jumanji. Okay, that's cool. I like that. A little uh, Alan Parrish. Yeah. Tidbits. I like that. Some Alan Parrish. Uh, another rumor, Troy. Open it back up. I didn't. I never closed it. Oh, shit. It's all rumor. <laughs> <laughs> Even our choices for the Teen Choice Awards. <laughs> Just rumors. 
Uh, <laughs> Man of Steel 2. It's on the docket. It's on the docket. Apparently, it will introduce Supergirl. Oh, my word. To the DCEU. Supergirl's been a big rumor since uh, Man of Steel came out. And he went to go visit that spaceship that was in the Arctic or whatever. Yeah. And one of the pods was open. That left fans speculating, could that be Kara Zor-El? Find out. In Man of Steel 2, that may happen. (laughs) All right. Closed. Closed. Rumor mill closed. Would you be a fan of uh, Supergirl in the DCEU? Yeah, I'd be for it. I would too, actually. Yeah. Um, I actually quite enjoy Supergirl when I do catch it. Uh, a lot, some episodes are better than others, <laughs> but uh, I like the I I like Melissa Benoist a lot as the character. Yeah, I think she has like a good grasp on what makes Supergirl powerful and yet charming and mm-hmm. like relatable. Okay. I think she does a really good job of balancing all that. Even though some of the storylines are kind of like bonkers and fucking weird and (laughs) not really all that good sometimes, I still enjoy the show. I enjoy the show. All right. Fair enough. Well, that's the end of my news. Oh, well, my, my. Uh, Well, that brings us into a little segment we call... You know it's done. Get your head out of that fan, Troy. Sorry. The fan, it's just too hot. <laughs> Need to cool it. Guess you could say that's our biggest fan. Uh, that's our sound of freedom. It's done. <laughs> uh, I only got one trailer for this week, JT. Okay. Uh, what do you got? I got a few. Okay, I got one. And it's a sequel to a comedy that came out two years ago? Maybe? Sequel yeah. to Daddy's Home. Oh, yes. Daddy's Home 2 uh, is coming back with Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. This time, you're seeing their daddies. Yeah. Their daddies being John Lithgow is Will Ferrell's dad. A little, uh, like, softer, really affectionate father. And then Mel Gibson is the oh, yeah. father of Mark Wahlberg. Uh Hates Jews. Just being Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah. Just think of what Mel Gibson does. Is... Uh, I saw this trailer too, and it looked like Mel Gibson did not want to be there. No. <laughs> it felt like, even when I was watching it, I thought, like, this is him trying to get in the good graces of people again. Yeah. That's what he's trying to do. This was like, make this and we'll give you Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know. It. I didn't... He did not... I dude, John Lithgow looks like he's gonna be hilarious in this though. I hope so. I like I like how John Lithgow came off. I like, he looks hilarious. I, I I like really like John Lithgow and I like that he's so affectionate with Will Ferrell. They kiss they, on they the like mouth. They kiss for so long on the <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I mean, I didn't hate that movie. It's still not all that good. But they end it with like John Cena being like the new boyfriend. Yeah. I was hoping it'd like maybe have him in it. I'd like to see John Cena in more movies, like that are like this, like comedies, yeah. Than like just not actiony movies or whatever. But he can do whatever he wants, I guess. I'm not his boss. I ain't the boss of him. But uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't think this movie's going to be very good. Just throwing it out there. Probably not. For going R rating system, probably D. Okay. I I didn't hate Daddy's Home. I think out of like the newer comedies, like this is probably one of the on the slightly better because there's a lot of them that just Hit really with a thud. Fucking suck. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. lot. Yeah. But this one felt like it try like there's like some raunchy stuff to it, but it's not like let's just. Sure, dicks, and then talk about <laughs> doing coke all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, yeah, I, I said I didn't hate it, but it's just not, like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know, not that good either. You know what I heard? This, like, just a little tangent. Rough Night is actually getting a little favorable reviews. The okay. one where uh, Scarlett Johansson and all those funny ladies. I heard, I've heard uh, mixed reviews on it. I've heard it's not, like, the best thing ever, but yeah. uh, what you've seen in the trailers is mostly just the beginning of the movie. Like, yeah. after the stripper dies is where the movie actually gets more interesting. I heard that's where it gets, like, more weird because they're being yeah. very nonchalant about a man's death. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the reviewers the reviewers that I usually watch yeah. are saying that it's enjoyable. So. Okay. I'll be like, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. right. Better than we thought, I guess. Maybe give it a shot. Maybe. I probably won't. (laughs) Yeah. I won't make it to the theaters to see this. Yeah. Sorry. Whatever. I'm not. I shouldn't even apologize. (laughs) Troy, don't apologize. I've already did accidentally. Don't you apologize. I've already did it accidentally. Don't you dare apologize. Uh, my first trailer, Troy, I looked up, uh, Netflix coming out with a series called Friends from College. Oh my God. It's got Keegan-Michael Key and it's got Colby Smulders playing a couple that met in college Uh where they just kind of seem to be a little more immature around their friends from college that they hang out with every once in a while. Okay. And it kind of deals with that whole, like... When do you just, like, actually buckle down and, like, legit try and grow up? Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> it looks really... And it looks, like, really funny, too. Like, there's okay. a lot of... Like, in the trailer that I saw, there's a lot of really funny... Uh, really funny things going down. All right. Is this... I think I saw... Is Does this have uh, Fred Savage in it, too? Yeah. Okay, I saw the trailer for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally want to check it out. And I, th- I just thought it was going to be a movie, but it's actually going to be a series. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a movie, too. But, yeah, I guess uh, they're going to flesh it out. I'm I'm for it. Yeah, I'm I want to check for, it out. I'm all for new series. I haven't series. seen Fred Savage in anything lately. Yeah, I know. Ever since he fucking... Just, tried just to, living off that Wonder Years trying money. Trying to bang Winnie over there. <laughs> uh, I found another uh, interesting film, Happy Death Day. Oh. A new Blumhouse yeah. film. It's supposed to be Groundhog Day for horror fans, where it's a girl trying to solve her own murder because at the end of every day, she dies. Oh. Okay. And it's just the day repeating over and over again, so she's trying to find her killer. I saw the poster to this, or like the promotional image. Yeah. Makes no sense. Like, the tagline for the movie makes no sense. A tag 
Taglines are dumb. Just why are you judging something on a tagline? I don't know, and it just doesn't look any good. <laughs> and like a knife cutting into a cake. Because it's on her birthday, too. Well, you didn't say that before. Now I feel like an idiot. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. I don't know. There is some stuff in there where it looked... I like the idea of it being a murder mystery, but it's like her solving her own murder. Sure. That sounds interesting. We'll see. Blumhouse. And it's Blumhouse, so it's going to be cheap. But uh, who knows? Get out. Get out. Get out. Blumhouse. So, Get out. Get out. Last one I got, Troy. Uh-huh. Daniel Radcliffe, trying to get away from that Harry Potter. Yeah. Going to be doing a movie called Jungle, where him and a group of dudes trust this, uh, like, tracker guy to take them through the Amazon jungle and then just ditches them so they're stuck in the Amazon jungle. Oh, God. Classic. And it kind of looks like the Revenant for the Amazon. Okay. Like, it looks like <laughs> super fucked. Like, they get, they get, like, super fucked. Like, it's like... Everything, like snakes, flash floods. Bear attack? There's no bears in the Amazon. Well, random, but sure. Bear attack? Maybe a bear shows up. Who knows? Does uh, Daniel Radcliffe have to live inside a horse? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, check it out. It looks Uh, super intense. I might go check it out. Okay. Jungle. Jungle. And that's all. That's all my trailer story. Well, that was our story about things to come, which should be out right now. But now we're gonna be talking about things that have come and gone. Yeah, Scott. talking about our boy Igarat. That's right. Doing a movie called Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, based off a comic book by Brian Lee O'Malley. Okay. Came out in 2010. Yeah. Production budget of 60 million dollars. Not bad. Domestically made thirty one point five million. That's not good. Worldwide <laughs> made forty seven point six million. God damn. I Didn't don't... make its money back. Even okay. worldwide. So I'm gonna take back big hit. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes has an eighty one percent. IMDB has it a seven point five out of ten. And Box Office Mom has it at a one out of five buckets. What the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> None of that makes any sense. One out of five buckets from boxofficemom.com. Makes no sense. (laughs) These review sites are insane. Um, Fun fact. Okay. That I, um, even though it didn't make its money back uh, domestically or worldwide, yeah. as of the year after its theatrical release, 2011, it earned $27.3 million in home video sales. Yeah, I, it did get kind of a cult following. It did get a cult following. It, it kind of got out there for a while. And I was trying to find uh, the stats on uh, what it made uh, as of today, but it's hard to find... With like, oh yeah, I, I'm I sure after a while there's like fuck it with, it's fine. Yeah, we after like the initial DVD releases out, like it doesn't really track the, the website I was looking at anyway for yeah. a short time, doesn't really track anything else after like a year out. So, I can only imagine it's made more sense. But oh, yeah. uh, twenty-seven point three million is almost what it made domestically in theaters. Oh no shit! So, <laughs> so that's pretty good. So. 
even then, like, it made some of its... Well, it's kind of a hard sell because it's like, well, it's an action movie, but it stars Michael Sarah. Yeah. You're like, Michael, Michael Sarah. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I want to get into that a little more into it. But uh, what happened in uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, JT? Well, it involves a young man by the name of Scott Pilgrim, who is dating a high schooler. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> named Knives Chow. And uh, in the middle of dating said girl, he meets another young woman by the name of Ramona, Ramona Flowers. Yes. Who he becomes affectionate with and finds out that, hey... You want to get with this Ramona Flowers, you have to battle all seven of her evil ex-boyfriends. Exes. Okay, well, don't ruin it. (laughs) (laughs) This is some... That's a quote from the movie. All right. Evil exes. Yes, true. But, uh... And then we, uh... See him trying to juggle both set relationships, plus even trying to battle these dudes. Like, what the fuck? How's he gonna do this? What are you doing? So he's just in a pickle. <laughs> Quite the pickle indeed, JT. Good summary. Uh, now it does star Michael Sarah himself. Mm-hmm. It stars actually a lot of people in this, especially when you oh, add yeah. the uh, Evil X's portion of this. It's got uh, Chris Evans. Yeah. Uh, Captain America himself in this. It's got Brandon Routh. Superman, yeah, in this, it's got uh, Brie Larson, Brie Larson, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel herself. It's got Anne from Arrested Development. D- yeah, it does. Her. <laughs> uh, it's got uh, a Kieran Culkin, <laughs> Macaulay Culkin's brother. Yeah, who I love in this movie. This is one of my favorite roles. Like, this the only in the role. movie. Yeah, in the movie. <laughs> it's the only role I've ever seen him in. Yeah. And I love him. Uh, yeah. It's got Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey, yeah, Aubrey Plaza's in there. Is in this. Uh, uh, shoot, what's her name? The redhead. Scott's sister. Oh, shit. I can't remember. Uh, she's in Pitch Perfect. Anna Kendrick. Yeah, Anna Kendrick. She's yep. in this movie. It's just loaded. Lots of with lots of big stars. Names um, so there you go. Uh, I'm gonna go right off the bat. What I liked a lot about this movie was actually the action. Yeah, I forgot. Like I knew they had like it having it being based off a comic. They not only did like you could like word like. Uh, onomatopoeias coming out every once in a while here and there, Mm -hmm. but they also added in a video game aspect to this movie, which I really enjoyed like a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially when the fights came up and it just had like every time they squared off, you saw like each person on each side of the screen with verses in between them. Yeah. Really like that. Mm -hmm. Even like the little lines of him saying like, what are you doing, Scott? I'm getting a life. And, like, grabs his, like, one-up sign by mm-hmm. his head. Like those little flourishes and stuff like that. Really good. I loved it. Um, and then uh, it's really fast and kinetic, just like a lot of Edgar Wright movies. I even I think this is the most, like, 
boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. It's keeps going. There'll be legit moving. scenes where nothing's happening, but you can't even tell because it's moving so fast and there's throwing <laughs> so much stuff at you or you're like, you're still entertained. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Is there what did you enjoy about this movie, Jake? I I just yeah, I love this for like the like almost any Edgar Wright movie that I've seen, where like he unapolog- unapologetically just throws stuff in there, like not even explaining why it's there, just does it, and it's just hilarious, right? <laughs> like they'll just like. Like they won't like go into it like like expecting like this big explanation where it's like, well, why, why is there like a pee meter when he's taking a piss? <laughs> like who cares? It's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, just do, just fucking settle down. It's awesome. Like <laughs> just like the random scenes where like uh, where like his roommate like by Kieran Culkin is like having banter with the with the band that they're facing on stage. Yeah, <laughs> just like the random things they're saying. It's like our next song is "We Hate You." Please die. Goes up to the guy in the in the top in the balcony. It's like, oh, I love this song. And they're like, like, is your drummer a girl? Yes. And then she gives him the finger. Like. <laughs> oh, but it's just small stuff like that that just like just pops me every time. Like it's. Just random shit like the vegan police for no reason. Oh my god, the vegan police! <laughs> <laughs> I I was looking way forward to when I remembered like, oh yeah, like he's fighting Brandon Ralph at this point. This is where the vegan police show up. <laughs> it's, and it's so freaking good. Tom Jane yeah. and uh, the guy from uh, that gets his nuts shot off. <laughs> extract. <laughs> Oh god, but it's oh, it's so good. Just the random things they do in there, like it it has enough like enough uh or it trusts its audience enough where it won't it's not like, well, they might get out of it if we put this in there. They just no, just throw it in there. It's fun. Like yeah. that's what this this movie's fun. It is. It's all the way through. It's super fun. Uh the uh, and even though the the uh, I just want to say the action is really well done, it's like really well choreographed. And it, oh yeah, because it uses like the comic book influence and video game influences, they can go over the top in it. Oh, like yeah. when they f- uh, the they do the battle of the bands kind of a thing, and they fight the twins. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like a like huge fan of that fight, but like the fight that he has with like Chris Evans and. The uh, the first uh, evil ex that he fights. Yeah. Ah, shit. I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, Matthew Patel. Yes. Yeah. That one was really well choreographed. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them were really just all the hand to hand stuff is really good. But even like the one with the twins, it's like even though it's not like super like a choreographed fight, like the music in this, I fucking love. Yeah. yeah I yeah, love yeah. the music in this. Like I remember when this movie came out, like I like searched high and low for that threshold song from when they battled the twins because that's such a fucking good song. Right. They, I, uh, I was looking up, uh, something about it last night when I was watching the movie again and I did find like all the sex bomb songs like you can find or whatever and you can download them. Yeah. Um, and, and the songs usually that you hear in Scott Pilgrim, it's like not my kind of style that I usually like, but in this movie, 
Oh my god, you hear that? Uh-oh. Somebody popped open a popping fresca. Popping a fresca. <laughs> and is going to join us we for were, the... We were going to grab you, see Danger. We wanted to know how you felt about old SP versus the W. Oh, hey, bitches. hi Oh my word. Jesus. Listen. Pretty pumped to be here. <laughs> Little Miss Macy down for the count? Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> All right. We're talking about what we liked about Scott Pilgrim versus the world. It was pretty great. Oh, oh okay. Okay. I think it was better with some distance, some time in between. <laughs> to let the movie really breathe. Like a oh, good really? wine. Like a good wine. Yeah, set it. <laughs> like a cheese. Set it. Like a cheese. Cheese over meat. Cheese over meat. Is Whoa. We're carrying through to a little pun we made at the beginning of the show. A dig. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I thought the music was good. I just walked in on you saying it wasn't your jam. Right. It's usually not. Like, the, no. this kind of, Well, you know, Chelsea. You know why you guys Please. are in cahoots. Sorry. I'm sorry it isn't Whatever. my baby takes the morning train. <laughs> that song is amazing and an instant classic. <laughs> if only they had put that Granted, in Granted, it would you. be cool if he did beat up somebody to plane with the boys. <laughs> but I mean... For what it was, it was still good music. That's true. It's yeah, true. the sex the bombs are like killing it. Right. Oh yeah. Um, we brought up uh, how the action was really well choreographed. How Very the great. video game and comic book aesthetic really helped with the uh, kineticness of the movie and made it just go 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 go. That's true. Um, I agree. Anything else you want to throw in before we maybe uh, get to like some criticisms? Oh God. Because the movie right. came out so long ago, you I'm not so right worried about spoilers. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, the, yeah, it's fine. If you have, if you haven't watched it by now, then, then you're, you're probably not yeah, going to watch gonna it. Watch it's it. been out for almost eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, really? seven years, really? I guess. Yeah, it came out in 2010. Hmm. So it's old. Well, we're old. It was really funny, and I had some really funny comments last night while we were watching it, <laughs> and I forgot like the little stuff. But Michael Sarah, oh my God, is he frail? <laughs> and chinless <laughs> and amazing <laughs> and like it gets to the point i don't know if it's just re-watching all of arrested development and now watching this again later but he just like it gets to the part where he kisses her for the first time and all i could think of was arrested development where they do in the like newer season on netflix yeah. they do that model of how he like grinds his jaw <laughs> <laughs> He's like the worst kisser. And it's like hard to watch him kiss her because it's like these little like. Yeah. And that's their like making out. Yeah. But I was laughing so hard. <laughs> there were other parts where I'm like, I felt like I liked this movie more because of other inside jokes than that movie. You I mean, the laugh, movie was really good. You seem to laugh really hard every time Michael Sarah got <laughs> beat fight. the shit out yeah. of him. Well, okay, well. In what universe would his frail, bony ass be able to kick <laughs> so many people to the side? But, uh, like, I just, it was so good. And for some reason, I started dying laughing. And Troy made me tell him what I was thinking about. And, like, I don't know if your listeners know, but I'm a huge fan of The Office. Oh, Probably, yeah. like, the biggest fan. Well, there's You're an on, episode. You're on, like, the, what, the... the... Fourteenth iteration of the <laughs> yeah. entire oh, it's series. It's got to be more than fourteen. Yeah, it's pretty much my life. So, I'm watching Michael Sarah fight, and he just seems like he would be such a pussy, and like <laughs> he should be such a puss. And there's this scene in the office where Jim is being terrorized by Dwight um, and some snowballs. Yeah, and Dwight keeps making these snowmen. And for some reason, I was I was like, I bet 
Michael Sarah would not even be able to kick a snowman's ass. And I was picturing him going through a, like that scene with all the snowmen and just being like terrorized. And for some reason, it was real funny. Yeah, out of nowhere, he just started laughing. Because it just came like, in my head really like hard. That. And I'm like, what are you thinking about right now? And he's then just you just so said, frail. I'm just thinking about Michael Sarah fighting a bunch of snowmen. <laughs> Like, what the drugs. fuck are you talking <laughs> no, about? No, but just he's just so, like, weak-looking, and my favorite fight of all, like, they all have their funny moments, but when they're fighting her, like, girlfriend, who's Egg, or Anne, <laughs> by the way, yeah, from egg. Arrested Development, and he's like, can I even fight a girl? And she, like, grabs his arms and is fighting oh, like, yeah. the chick for him, and he, he keeps doing these things where he, like, flails his wrists out <laughs> It's great. It's so. I great. thought that was actually a really well done scene where yeah. Oh, yeah. Ramona is like controlling uh, Scott to fight uh, the evil ex girlfriend at this point. Oh my yeah. god, I love that so much. Just yeah. he's so wimpy. It just makes it for me. I don't know. Uh, remember when this first came out? Like I really connected with it because I was so <laughs> fucking. Because like, just where like how like this? well this is like how like the theme of this whole movie like I was. So fucking insecure about myself when I was around, like, the Aww. age of this, too. And that's pretty much what this movie's entire theme is. Yeah. It's, like, him, like, dealing with the insecurity of, like, do people, like, like me? Sure. Because <laughs> it's, like, the whole... Because, like, even, like, him, like, dating high schoolers because they're, like, so enthralled with him. So he just keeps, like, dating them and, like being around them because of, oh, you're so cool yeah tell me how else I'm cool <laughs> she was way too hot for him by the way can we just say that knives oh I, I've got to say some stuff to say about the end and, but, and uh, his ex-girlfriend who ends up being that like well Brie Larson yeah who's that singer Envy P.S. that song she sings really good oh it's like, really I kinda good I kind of want to look it up and download it oh it's really really. awesome so I f- last night I found a link to like almost all, all the songs from Scott Pilgrim she, that, I know I was like sitting there and I'm like I listen to this like any day of the week and i forgot that <laughs> i brought so it up good. i brought it before you came in but that threshold song they play when uh they're uh battling the twins oh yeah that one's fucking awesome all the music i thought was awesome yeah but no like i just i love the all the stuff about like especially like when you're like meet somebody and you're like want to get with them and then you're like okay so who'd you date in the past and they tell you all these like facts about them and you're like Oh shit! I'm like <laughs> way out of this fucking oh, shit. Le- yeah, like just like oh, you used to date a movie star and a fucking like dude that like my my a ex, Bollywood my, dude. Yeah, like my ex is dating now. <laughs> like that's why that's why I like all the fights in this because it's like it's almost like the fight plays out by like how intimidated he is by him, like, like how much he's getting his ass kicked. Like, the first one, like, he kind of beats him right away because it's like, oh, well, he's my first kiss. It's like, oh, well, fuck, I can totally take care of that. Like, oh, well, this guy's a movie Matthew star. Patel. Yeah, like, oh, this guy's a movie star. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm getting my ass kind of kicked by here. But uh, <laughs> but then, like, he tricks him into doing, like, the skateboard rail where it's like, oh, so he's out of touch with reality. So, oh, yeah, I'm much better than him. And then, like, you get to, like, the guy where he's, like... Almost, like he almost kind of treats him like he thinks he's better than him in every way because it's like he's the guy that my girl, my ex-girlfriend is dating now. So then it's like, well, fuck, how the oh, fuck the, am I going to compete with that? Like, if vegan. I'm not good enough for her, then how am I going to be good enough for this girl that I'm trying to date now? Like, it kind of plays off all that stuff. Like, I can 
really relate to those insecurities because <laughs> I was super like that when I was growing when like especially around like the age that Scott Pilgrim is at this time. Twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. The vegan is who you're referencing, right? You guys talk about the sweet vegan. Once powers? you were vegan, now <laughs> you, will you will be, be gone. gone. <laughs> that was pretty great. Dude, but Brandon Routh has never been better in a role yeah. than yeah. this role. He redeemed yeah. his shitty Superman movie by being a vegan. <laughs> a vegan ex. <laughs> Just let it sink in. It's true. Ate a plate of chicken parm. Chicken's not vegan? Chicken's not vegan. Yeah. <laughs> I like that his, the ultimate thing of him losing his powers is that his hair goes flat. <laughs> like the wimpiest, flattest hair. It's yeah. so good. Gelato's not vegan? Milk and eggs, bitch. Milk and <laughs> eggs, bitch. And that, yeah! Yeah, that they high-five. Tom Jane high-fives that one ball guy from Extract yeah, as yeah. they go through the broken wall. It's just, all that stuff's great. Best fucking part of the movie is probably that scene. I don't know. In my eyes. And also, Brandon Ralph, if they were to ever make a Dragon Ball Z movie, they did the best effects for Brandon Ralph to be a Dragon oh, Ball yeah. Z character in this. That's a good point. I know it is. That's why I said right. it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that the, like I the reason I, I love this fucking movie so much is because not even with all like what seems like random stuff happening, like it's still really really smart. Yeah. Like the callbacks they go to, like the interactions between, like if you like think of like this plot in like a down to earth setting like it would be like an episode of like riverdale or like yeah, some kind of yeah. cw show yeah. or like this guy's dating a high schooler because he doesn't feel so good about himself but then he meets somebody else but then they have ex-boyfriends that are really jealous like i don't want to fucking watch that shit <laughs> but then they play this in a way where it's like oh shit like they amp up the action and they they still have that same message but they do it in a way where it's super interesting to watch, and you almost connected with it even in even more way. Right. Uh, I just need to know if you guys <laughs> talked about the funniest part of the movie. When he didn't fight the snowman. No. <laughs> when he jumps through that window. Oh God! Yes. <laughs> when knives comes to the door, and Wallace is like distracting her, and Michael Sarah jumps through the window like a porpoise. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We didn't talk arms, about that. Arms back, jumps through a freaking. I could rewind it a thousand I do, times. I do just love to that. that. It's like, oh, is Scott here? It's like, oh no, he just left. And then like, jumps through a friggin' window. They and do then it reaches, in such an amazing way. Yeah, coat. yeah, they do it in such an amazing way. Where like he closed the door a little bit, and like Scott's like, and like they close the door, and then he's like, oh, he just left, and then he jumps through the window like and a porpoise. Grabs the coat. I seriously could watch that on loop. I love it's like this. the funniest part of the whole movie. I love the scene where Wallace is drunk and then he talks about how he's going to date Ramona now. And then he passes out and then he's like, just don't tell my sister, okay? And then he gets the phone call. And he's like, you're, tra- you're planning on juggling two okay. chicks? Like, who told you? Wallace. And he looks over and he's like, passed out with his phone in his hand. <laughs> how do you do that? Wallace is amazing. Wallace he's is one of the, dude, like, almost the legit, best the character best. Yeah. in this Like movie. the random scene where like it turns into Seinfeld for no reason. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the Seinfeld music and he's like yeah. hopping around the apartment. I got another date tonight. Ooh! There's like a laugh track and everything. Yeah. And then he tells Wallace how he doesn't want him gang up the place. And he like wants him <laughs> oh, out. so good. Oh my god. I like the scene where <laughs> Scott wakes up. And then, like, there's three other dudes in his bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, 
Wallace has some game, man. Yeah. Well, he, steal, he, he steals his sister's boyfriend mm-hmm. at the fucking... Jimmy. <laughs> so good. Jimmy can't resist the Wallace. God, um, so good. Like, they have that scene where, like, uh, Knives shows up and then, like, Knives is staring at... Like, he's staring at her and then Knives is staring at uh, Ramona and then Wallace is staring at the boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Wallace is pretty great. And uh, I like that they don't even really have a bed. It's just, like... A, a comforter on the mattress no, on the floor. Yeah, just oh, like yeah. on the floor that yeah. him and Scott both sleep in. Yeah. <sighs> Classic. I know. I think this movie's better now. Like the hypes died down, and like. Well, according to the numbers, it never had any hype. Really? Yeah. It never made its money back. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, I said like it took it actually cost about eighty-five million dollars to make, but because they filmed in Canada, they got like a. Like a uh, money back or whatever. Yeah, they have like a they have like a um, department or something for film there. Yeah, where they give you like some kickbacks. Yeah, and cool. so it they got like money back, so it only cost like sixty million with all the returns, but it only made forty seven point six million worldwide. It just seems like it should have made more money. I was gonna. I wanted to look into this before we started, but I didn't have enough time. I'm like, why was it just like not like uh marketed well or did it come out like a weird time of the year i don't know i don't even know when it came out but it is kind of a hard movie to sell because you're you're playing a lot with like like if you're gonna try and sell it like it's like okay well it's teenagers but then it's also action but then it's also comic book and video games but then it's also like i don't know like yeah there's a lot of like random elements that come into it where it's kind of hard to know who to sell this to? I'd, I'd almost like to see like what, what their marketing plan was for all of this. I know we all went and saw it. I thought we talked yeah. about it on the podcast, but we must not have. I I don't think we ever. I thought we, we might have talked it. about it, but like we didn't start the show until 2013. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. But so I know we liked it at the time. We, I know we all went and saw it. Oh, dude, I loved it. Uh, yeah, I know we all went out. and saw it too because I remember going to see it in the theater. Um, I'm trying to see its release date. It came out in the middle of the summer. Well, at the end of the summer. August 13th, yeah, 2010. 2010. So it's so like a blockbuster. The, like it Mayans. come out in blockbuster yeah. season. I don't know what it... I wonder what it came up against. Probably Transformers. Oh, f- oh, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, no, shit. it was really good. I mean, there's definitely like flaws to it, but honestly, I think it's one of the most fresh... Like cinematography movies I've seen in a long time. Like it was oh. really creative. Well, like what what flaws do you th- like? Let's go into the flaws then. Like what um, do you guys think is like just little slow stuff. parts to it? I was bothered by the fact that like it's her evil exes and like her not dealing with things. She kind of walks away from things. So now these you know these guys are ruining her relationships and she kind of lets it ruin them. But what bothered me is she never stands up when she's with Scott. Two like stands up to the exes until it's the female. Yeah. And then she's like, no, and she's ready to fight. And Anne or Egg, which I will call her from <laughs> Resident Development, basically says like, no, Scott has to defeat me because he's dating you. But yeah. it just kind of bothered me. Like, she's just fine letting these exes come in and fight him. And she never says like, back off, dude. Like, I'm dating somebody else. Until a girl comes along. And they play up that, like, oh, a guy can't find a girl. And then she doesn't stand up for it again. And I just thought that was kind of like, what? Uh, 
one of the I also had a kind of a criticism like on this viewing. I don't think I got it on any other previous one, but like I didn't like Ramona Flowers at all. Yeah, I thought in this she was movie. kind of boring, but yeah, I thought she was boring, and I I guess I just re- like if I was gonna be in Scott's shoes, I would not ever like want to talk to Ramona Flowers or fight to the she death. Just seems like a bitch. Doesn't <laughs> well, like anything. Like, I don't know. I find her even in the movie just boring. Like she's not exciting or anything. Yeah, see, that's why. Like, I, I, I like Ramona Flowers as a plot device because I feel like yeah. that's what she's supposed to be. Because like it's supposed to be Scott Pilgrim versus the world. This is supposed to be his story of him trying to work out these issues of insecurity and uh, like self-respect. Where like he goes into relationships wanting that relationship to make him feel better about himself. And he goes into a relationship with Ramona Flowers because she looks interesting. Oh, she was in his dream. Well, yeah, but that's, that's how it starts. No, out. no, no, yeah, that's. But like, she's she's like this girl where like everyone's talking about like she's been all she's been all over the place. She's seen all these things. Like she's got battle scars, dude. Like she's got like sure. she's like she's supposed to be this really interesting person. So then like he wants to date her because if I date her and she's interesting and and eccentric. That'll make me inter- interesting and eccentric, which I know because I've tried doing that when I was around that age. Listen to this guy. Because <laughs> I was, a pathetic, I was a pathetic piece of shit back when I was you 22 years not. old. But so, no, that's why I like like Ramona's supposed to be like that, where because even at the end, when she talks about like when uh, they have that discussion where it's like, why do you keep going after why do you keep going for G-Man? Like, why is he like that guy you always try and get back? And it's like, well, because like he seemed like an un- unattainable, unattainable person, and uh, like, like uh, he kept kept uh, pushing me away when I would get closer to him. And like, that's who you are to Scott, <laughs> and that's why he's attracted to her because anytime he gets close to her, he pushes him away. So that's why I like the idea, because I know there's an alternative ending to this where he gets with knives, and I like that ending a whole that's fucking lot I more. That's what I remember. Yeah, me too. And so when I saw the Ramona one, I, was, I looked at Troy, and I'm like, I thought he ended up with knives. Like, what? Yeah, what? I like I like no, that I ending a whole lot more, because I think that's the ending in the book, and that's the ending that Edgar Wright wanted. Yeah. But then the studio was like, well, why is he going to fight all his exes and not end up with Ramona? Yeah, ex- yeah. That bugged me, too. Mm-hmm. I don't think it, like, the first time I saw it, I don't think it bothered me so much. But, like, on this viewing, it definitely was, like, he should definitely be with knives. Yeah. Like, way, 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, even down to where, like... needs to go figure her shit out and, like, leave. Yeah, Yeah. that's what it's supposed to kind of end like. It's supposed to end like, okay, I entered this relationship with this guy who's not this big, overarching personality, and I realized that that's what I want in my life. But you're not going to be that person because you have knives. Right. Like, now I know what I want in life. Yeah. Yeah. That. But then they're just like, oh, no, you're going to be with Ramona. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, kind of a bummer. But, uh, I w- yeah, I, I wish the alternate ending was the real one. Because I think on the disc they have the alternate ending. Where we you- must have seen that because that's what I remember. Yeah. I almost... Remem- like I remember them walking off into the snow. Like she leaves in the door and like yeah. Walks. Like it's supposed to be like so an ending like, where like where, like instead of like it's being him and knives talking, it's him and Arona talking. It's like so. What do you want to do? And he's like, you don't want to be with knives. And it's like, no, I want to be with you. And she's like, why? And then he's like, 
Oh shit, yeah. I mean, I'm. <laughs> I mean, I pretty much like he went through this whole thing, like wanting to like find himself, and then when he did find himself, he realized the one person that was always there for him was Knives. Right. And they're so good at that video game together, the Dance Dance Revolution or whatever. You know what's funny? Because on Edgar Wright movies, they <laughs> yeah. he usually does a thing where he tells like what the ending is. Yeah. Like before, like in the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. and it's like him and Knives during doing that video game. They have to defeat like the Nega version of. Yeah, I thought about that thing. actually while they were and, playing. And like that's like kind of what the happens at the end of the movie too. Yeah. And I also, and there's a, so many scenes and there's so many scenes where that in the movie where Scott is walking and there's just X's in the background, so it's like it almost kind of like wants to tell you like he's gonna be the next X, mm. but he's never. <laughs> yeah. Because I can't, I cannot see that even even though they end together, I cannot see that relationship ending well. No. Just having <laughs> just Ramona gonna... be fucking boring and lame <laughs> and demanding. And he leaves the band. I was, like, really bummed that he's not a part of the band and, like, young Neil stepped up to be Neil well, in the band. Like, he's like, you guys sound better without me. Cool. Uh, bye. Like, hey, puss bag, get back in the band. <laughs> we'll have to see what Dinosaur Neil's take on is about young Neil. He just, like, yeah. very easily was like, yeah, I'm not part of the band anymore. Like, five seconds in. Well, that's because he, <laughs> he had a chick. He had a chick now. Well, they got yeah. signed to that record label, and they're playing, and he's like, yeah, you guys sounded really good. Like, I'm out now. They sold out <sighs> to the G-Man. Well, yeah. not for long, because then G-Man turned into a bunch of coins, and the deal was <laughs> over. So they got fucked the whole time. Um, another criticism I had that I eventually got over, like, during the movie, it was like, I'm almost sick of Michael Sarah. Like, at the beginning, he was kind of doing his, like, Michael Sarah-isms, and I was like, I think I'm... <laughs> I think that's perfect for Scott Pilgrim, though. Yeah, I, it didn't now, bother me. Listen, I fell into it. Yeah. But, like, at the beginning where he was kind of doing, like, his stuff that I saw in, like, not so much in Arrested Development, but, like, super bad in a bunch of movies that mm-hmm. he was in. I'm just like, uh, you can almost tell he's, like, ad-libbing yeah. so much. I'm like, okay, like. That sweet little chinless yeah, face. Fluffy-headed. Fluffy-headed face. It works. I think. I think. I, Michael Sarah works perfectly for to be Scott Pilgrim yeah, in this. In that movie, to be, I thought he was pretty great. He's supposed to be like even when he's bragging, he's very soft spoken. Where mm-hmm. it's like he's kind of like in his own shell when he's like, "Hey guys, I'm dating somebody. Isn't that cool?" Yeah. Like, well, I yeah. What I'm saying is, I I fell into it, and I was yeah. like, "Okay, yeah, I'm into it now." But like, I could tell just some parts, like in the beginning, where he was at that party before he meets Ramona Flowers, or he learns that- he's there and. Pac-Man pickup line. Yeah, I was failed. just like, God, you're being really Michael Sarah here right now. And sometimes I like it, and sometimes I'm not. And this Didn't is bother me. Not. I gotta be honest with you. I, I liked it for the character. Yeah, I don't think there anybody else could have pulled that off the same dorky way, where I picture him fighting a snowman. Well, shit. <laughs> and I love towards the end where he walk, he like walks out with Nega. Oh yeah, and they're just Mega talking Scott? about like hanging out some and like getting waffles or <laughs> like, something. We actually have a lot in common. I know, I love that. Like I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. I but was one of, one of the go. coolest uh, comparisons I had to this it was like it's like a musical where instead of everyone breaks into song and dance, everyone just starts fighting. Yeah, I like that. Which That's true. yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Very good. Because like, usually like, in musicals, it's like when like the emotions too much to just like say you just like break out in a song and dance. Like in this where it's like. Your boyfriend. Let's all fight each other. 
Uh, man, is there anything else to say about Scott Pilgrim versus? Has anyone uh, ever read the book? I'm not. I, I I've paged through it at the local bookstore and then yeah. put it down. Very good. I don't like the art style, so it's it, really yeah, cartoony. The, the, yeah, the animated, the, like the animated, like things they do in the movie where it's like his face and stuff. That's like from the book, right? Yeah, the Brian Lee O'Malley did those illustrations. Yeah. Get into that. Yeah. Like when he like, grabs the life, like that, that face that he grabs. Well, that's like the 8-bit kind of a thing. You know, like kind of when um, one of his, I can't remember the band leader, or what, he was like flipping through charts and stuff like that? Yeah. That kind of illustration style. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Is that. what mm-hmm. uh, the book is. Uh-huh. It's it's simple, but uh, it's good. I, I I haven't read it either, but I'm kind of interested. In it. It's like, I think yeah. it's like six or seven books, too, so it's... Mm-hmm. it's it's quite a bit, but... uh should get on that. Maybe I will. I've always wanted to. Maybe I'll get the digital trades of it so I don't have to <laughs> like, just Keep have more shelf space. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's it. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Pretty great. Seems to be pretty great good all around. Yeah. A good laugh you will have. Uh, a little uh, little sweet taste of Edgar Wright before we get into the Cornetto trilogy. Oh. Uh, I, can't, I can't wait. I'm going like, to tack, try and tackle like... All you of them. look like it's just pent I, up. I, like you're dude, ready to. I've wanted to like just dive into them all like in, not like in one sitting, but like all in like a very short amount of time. Yeah, I've never done that either. Ugh. Um, well, well, before we talk into those and like speculate. Oh, wait, what's your think, what's your grade? That's what I was getting at, JT. I was gonna give this movie an A. Okay. Solid A. Scott okay. Pilgrim Solid versus a. the World. Yes, I really like this movie. The okay. action really worked for me. Really funny, really kinetic. Liked it. I was gonna give it an A. All right. Well, I don't, I I'm all for very inventive uh, takes on any kind of form of storytelling. So I'm gonna give this an A plus. Holy whoa. cow! I whoa. I've always this is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Pretty close. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Too. Yeah, I've and this last viewing. Really cemented that. Yeah, it's 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 a very inventive way of, of storytelling, and it also has like, with all the like like I said like with all the chaos and randomness it has to it, it has like a really thoughtful story behind it, and I'm really huge fan of this movie. Yeah, see danger. We were very curious on what you would think about. I this was gonna movie. give it an A, not an A plus, but I would agree artistically and humor wise. And I don't know if that's just because I'm an Arrested Development fan, but I. I thought it was hilarious. Right on. There are probably moments that shouldn't have been funny that were very funny. <laughs> well, the snowman part oh, shouldn't God. have been funny because oh, it my didn't God. exist. I need to seriously <laughs> Photoshop him into that scene, and you guys will understand how amazing it is. No, I actually thought the storytelling was great, and it was the cinematography. Like I said, was awesome. Whoever storyboarded that was just like just knocked it out of the park, and I'm surprised more movies haven't copied it. I know what I'm exactly like the same way. I'm, I'm really surprised people haven't because it was really effective and smooth and yeah. like Espe- really creative. Yeah, especially with like the comic book movie boom that's out now. Like something that, that hasn't no one's done that done <laughs> something just like Scott Pilgrim, where it's been like as kinetic and <laughs> DC. <laughs> DC will never do yeah, it this, but we'll like just... do it with Ang Lee's Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my. Maybe nobody needs to copy it, but I mean, you could do other movies that weren't comic booky that I think you could right. chop it like this. Or but like have... even like the onomatopoeias that show up yeah. during like all the stuff. Like I'm surprised like not even just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like e- 
you can even see like speed lines sometimes when they're like yep. throwing punches and all even that kind of stuff. Even when they played music, they like they changed the mm -hmm. color around them, and there was like almost like rays coming out of it. That was cool. Yeah, I can all like almost see maybe um ah uh, no even what I'm saying I can't believe myself. I was gonna say maybe even a Marvel movie, uh, trying to do something like this further down the line as like it's starting to dip. When it's getting desperate? <laughs> yes. Ex yes, exactly, is what I'm saying. But, uh, like, yeah. I, I'm i just su surprised that nobody's tried to do the same thing that they did in this. To, yeah. Like, because it did it very well. So, just saying. Uh, moving on to the Cornetto Trilogy. We'll be doing that next week. Yep. That is Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and Woo! World's End. Doing a big three-fur. I thought three you guys were doing that tonight, and I was just about ready to sneak. While you were no, 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 oh, no, 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 we're doing a big three for next week. Yeah, maybe nice. the biggest show we've ever done. Oh, shit. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Out. Don't want to miss next week. Biggest show we've ever done. Do you guys have a guest? <laughs> Do you want to be the guest? Be the guest? Because I will be putting. not a great guest for this. You're going to watch Maybe all three. Oh, boy. I, because we were talking. We were talking about. Did, we saw that in the theaters together. Yeah. Have you seen Hot Fuzz? <laughs> Have you seen Shaun of the Dead? Yeah. I don't know if those are yeses or noes. I don't know <laughs> if they are. I live mysteriously, man. All right. Well, we'll figure out next week. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll find, have you back we'll on during the review. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. Whatever. Uh, but I, as you were talking about what you were going to say. You should have PKP on here for that. He was in town today. And that I was going to say he was in town. Yeah, this son of a bitch. He I'm sure PK has seen Scott Pilgrim. I'm sure he has. Yeah, but he would probably be great with the other ones, too, and he's a filmmaker, so it'd be interesting to hear his perspective. Yeah, I... We also, I think he's hilarious, and I want to hang out with him. So <laughs> right. Get he him on the show. He was in town today because he texted me, and his... Was uh, bragging about being not at work. Yeah, his girlfriend hit me up on Twitter saying that they were at the VFW today, a local haunt we had. Oh, oh so yeah. many good times. And they were there in the middle of the afternoon, and I was still at work. And they're like, hey, come for a drink? I'm like, I'm working. <laughs> I'm a father that has to support his family. <laughs> so I, you asshole. I was yeah. leaving work. I'm like, hey, hey you still around? Asshole. You want to come out and like get dinner with us? You want to get crazy with us and our baby? Yeah, apparently they were saying Wonder Woman tonight. So. Oh, gotcha. Oh. He's always late watching. He's like a filmmaker who watches all the big releases like a month later. He'll see it with we a. We have a yeah. newborn, and oh, we already see saw danger. Wonder we didn't. We didn't have you. Either. What did you think of Wonder Woman? I loved it, oh. like real hard. <laughs> okay. I know. I kind of wanted to be on it, but it was Molly's first time on, so I. Oh, we were we were thinking of looking way, for you, but for uh, any details. No, it was awesome. I loved Wonder Woman. Right on. Yeah. More than I expected to. I really. For most of the filming process, thought it was going to be awful, so it was great. Yeah, I and can't I remember what I. To the show. I need to listen to it, but I can't remember what I graded. I think we both graded an A. I would give it an or A or an A minus. Sure. I think. I I think I gave it a. I can't remember what I gave. It. I think I gave it like a solid B, just because I didn't like that ending so much. Yeah. God damn you! I can't remember what we did. But we loved it nonetheless. Oh, that Glad ending you killed that part. me. When she she she's writing back to him, thanks for bringing him back to me. No, uh, not necessarily I, not that. that. It's just more like of the, the third gross act. CG bullshit with that oh, weird okay. with Aries at I the got end. It. Yeah, I I didn't hate that fight actually. I thought it was kind of cool. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like when he like takes his fingers and carves out the eye holes in his metal mask. That yeah. was pretty he looks like baller. A, that he looks like a second-rate Skyrim God bullshit. Damn it, no, and that was pretty that sweet. Was cool. I thought when he had all that shit come on him and he carved out yeah. his fucking With face the fingers. holes. Oh, that get, was pretty get hot. Real Joel. That was hot. And then fire. proceeded to make snow like con- snowballs out of concrete to throw him at fucking. That was less was impressive. It? You know what? <laughs> but those eye holes. White I'd like to see fire. you have that happen in real life yeah. and not shit yourself, because it was intense. <laughs> More intense than you're giving it credit for, because you would be a little was, shitty boy. A little dumb. shitty boy. <laughs> I thought it was dumb. A little boy shit right. in your pants. Compared to like really cool action scenes and then just watching a, two CG characters throw hot bullshit at each other for know, five or ten minutes. I guess I get it, but I, like, wasn't a fan. I just would love to hear how you would do it better. Like, how do two like, powerful build gods build those cool fight, fight scenes from the throwing beginning? Yeah, like, but this isn't like hand-on-hand combat. This is like two gods fighting with like lightning and shit. <laughs> it's lightning. It's, okay, how you do you just that, like Joel lightning? No, it's not just, just lightning. Like it's like every face. power known to man. Like if Ares was really that powerful, why wouldn't he give all this shit in the beginning? He literally had every power known to man at the end. <laughs> yeah, well, like any power you could think of, he had it at the end. Yeah, but maybe he just it just was a I don't know. He's a god of war. Maybe at the end he's like, yeah, it's he's like the he's, god of dumb fuck. I like hated it. Jizzing power at that point, just yeah, like explosion of power. Jeez, Chelsea, keep talking. He's gonna give Wonder Woman an F. <laughs> no, oh. I did love Wonder Woman. I thought it was pretty great. No, I, I loved Wonder Woman. I thought it did a lot of good things. Right, it was just that criticism. the end kind of turned into what all DC movies turn to in the end, and just a big CG Not bullshit. Just DC movies, but just like, like a lot of superhero movies, movies yeah. follow the same tropes at the end. Yeah, yeah. that's true. At least it didn't have a big blue beam in the sky. Yeah, true. It was a big explosion, though. That's okay. Explosions are acceptable. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know. Uh, they, didn't destro- they didn't st- destroy an entire town. I'll give it that. Yeah. True. <laughs> the war did that. The war. <laughs> but the war. The war of the, all wars. Yeah. <laughs> the war to end all wars. No, I thought it was great, and I was really happy to see that DC pulled it out with a woman director and a yep. woman main character. Yep. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. That it went really well and that hopefully it'll save DC from fucking itself with the other movies. Well, if Joss Whedon has anything to do with it. Justice League. Can we just say how hot? Can I go there? Momoa? You want to talk about Momoa? Don't worry. Oh, Momoa. Molly's Molly's on the same boat. Woo! We'll all go to it together and you two can hold each other while me and Troy just shake our heads. I'll bring a tarp. Oh, my (laughs) God. You know what? You guys, we can all sit watch front out. The first few yeah. rows are gonna get wet. We can all sit front row, and then you and Molly and Justin are going to a fucking Gallagher concert. Oh Seriously, though. Seriously, he's the only person that I think could make Aquaman, who usually is just in little orange undies swimming through the ocean. No, I like his green take undies so, and orange. I like his take on Aquaman a, a lot. He is so hot as Aquaman. I like his so take on, on Aquaman a lot because I don't like. Ben Affleck Batman, so that is the only thing that's going to get me there other than Gal Gadot. So you She's not a fan of Batfleck. Oh, I hate Batfleck. Alright, well, I don't like Gal- Super Cavill, so we're fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, before you guys come to blows, I'm going to try to close up the show here. That's alright. Uh, that's you. We agree to disagree. That's what friends do, Troy. Yeah. God. We're still friends. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm also trying to make not to make the show four hours long. But we could just keep talking about Momoa. <laughs> he could. He on, could. Our, on our Scott Pilgrim episode, yeah. we're going to talk for an hour about Momoa. And how he like throws axes, and it's like so hot. Yeah. Uh, besides Scott Pilgrim versus the world, is there anything else you've been into, JT? Well, uh, before I got here, I watched that movie that uh, Tucker put over called The Void. Yeah. It's bad <laughs> yeah i've heard the same thing because he put that movie over to me real hard and i'm like sounds interesting and then i i didn't watch it <sighs> but other people have talked about it saying it's just not watchable I, look there's cool stuff in it like i can see why dave would like it there's some really cool practical effects in it but the story makes no fucking sense <laughs> it's like these guys got together and they were like let's make a cult movie no let's make an alien movie no Let's make a body horror movie. No, let's make kind of a reimagining of the thing. No, let's make all of those in one fucking movie. I really hope to Dave the point listens. where it makes no fucking sense. It is uh, a fucking mess. I'm sorry, Dave. Even some of the practical effects they put in there look like borderline tusk awful. Oh god. Like there's some there's some cool stuff uh. and there's like shit where it's like Why'd you even put this in there? Just cut it out because it looks awful. <laughs> Dave Tucker just knows how to pick it's a movie. It's a bad really fuck. And I'm pissed because I held on to it for a week where I was like, I haven't found any time to watch it. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to sit down and watch it. I've had this Netflix for a week, so it's going to cost me money. I better be good. And it sucked, and I'm pissed. <laughs> I hated it so much. It's such a bad uh, fucking... And the ending like makes no sense. The movie itself makes no sense. God. I'm... It ugh. sounds like you need to leave a flaming bag of dog to on a Sun <laughs> It's so sucked. upset about the void. So bad. Like with the, a copy of the void uh, in there that he has to fuck. stamp out with the It dog starts tip. out like so interesting where it's like, oh shit, like they're like part of this weird cult. And it's like, nope, none of that's true. We're going to go into some weird out there bullshit thing that makes no sense. Ugh. I hate it. It's bad. <laughs> it but, is um, bad. I caught up on a lot of TV. A lot of TV kind of had their series finale. All right. This past week. Or right. season finale. Uh, me and Molly made it all the way through Orange is the New Black. Their okay. last season. Really good. I really like this season. I was yeah. telling him I kind of want to get into it. I tried. Well, he kept putting it on and then he fell asleep. So I wa would watch it. But yeah. Then I just get really depressed about how I never want to go to jail. <laughs> so I stopped watching it. Well, no, it like I good. like I, I said, like the first know. season with Piper is the worst because Piper's the worst character on the whole show. Well, that gets better. Then. But then once they get past there and they start diving into the other characters, like it's really interesting. And hmm. the, this last season was really cool because it all revolves around three days where they have a prison riot. So like the whole chemistry of the whole show changes where it becomes them being prisoners to them building a community within the prison itself. Yeah. And it's really cool. It was, right. Yeah, it's really interesting. Highly it, suggest checking out Orange is the New Black. Solid. Anything else that you said you were um, finishing up? I, I, I finished Master of None. Oh, yeah? Uh, it was a pretty good season. It, it still does. Like, it's the same kind of show that it was before, but... Uh, it's in Italy or something, right? Or no? Oh, well, like the first couple episodes are in Italy. And then like he finishes his training and he's like, well, I'm going to go back to New York. Okay. And then, uh, but, yeah, like, it's really, it's pretty much the same kind of thing. Like, uh, all the episodes are kind of, like, different, so I like 
that aspect of it. And okay. uh, no, if you like legit, if you like the first season, totally check out the second season. All right. I saw it was on there, and I was thinking about checking it out the other day. I just didn't. All right. Good story. Fair enough. And I know, like, uh, Better Call Saul ended, but I haven't gotten around to watching the end of that yet. Okay. But, yeah. All uh, all my TV's ending. Now i got to find more shit to watch. Wild stuff. Wild stuff. Wild, wild stuff. <laughs> Chelsea, I'd ask you what you've been watching, but I know what you've been... Unless you've been watching stuff while I'm the at office? work. Okay, guys. <laughs> you just take it down a notch about The Office before you offend the world. Um, I watched all of Jane the Virgin that's on Netflix yeah. from the beginning. Because I had originally caught an episode a few years ago on air out of order and just thought it was, I don't know, stupid. So I went back through because somebody had recommended it. And actually, it's a pretty... I mean, you get kind of hooked watching it, but it's an interesting play on a sitcom, and I really liked it. I was telling Joel about it when you first started watching it, and I almost said this. I said the, pretty much the same thing. It's an interesting yeah, w- it, delivery of like yeah, a drama it's like, sitcom. It's like kind a of satire a of a telenovela yeah. with telenovelas in it, and like it makes fun of itself, but yet it is one. So I, I don't know. I thought it was really cool. And when I try to describe the plot, gotcha. even just the opening plot to people, they look at you like you're crazy. Like, how could this fit? But they fit a lot of stuff in there. Murder and drugs and intrigue and Jesus. romance. Like, and it, you just keep watching. Well, Molly started watching the, that show on Netflix called Chewing Gum. With like mm-hmm. that, what well, that it's like a black chicken. It's like in England, I think. But like, I walked in on like an episode she was watching and like her cousin was naked and trying to like get with her <laughs> like it was really <laughs> but it was like really funny not, the same. It's, like, not quite the same i don't know it's it, like, it seems funny well don't know what that is i don't know but, but check, check it out it's a look it looks <laughs> fun jane the virgin was actually really cute and i like that um it's done a lot for the cw it's a cw show i think it's the only one that's been nominated I think I read that online for like an act like serious awards and uh, for a CW show. Yeah. But I mean, sure. for the Supernatural has C- been on for like yeah, 12 years. Maybe it's one few things. To be honest, I didn't know that it was C- <laughs> CW show until after I was done watching all of it. And it's different from all that. I felt like very different from what they normally put out. And it was, like I thought it was stuff. really good. And it was actually really well, I thought it was really well made. And I think it's still, yeah, I believe it's still on air. And I love that it has a Latino cast. Yeah. Which was really That's cool. refreshing. Yeah, it was really refreshing that it was like a Latino cast and this, you know, beautiful Latina writer, you know, and it's, she's a strong character. It, it was actually a really good show. Yeah. I, I enjoyed uh, bits that I saw of it. I thought it was pretty, pretty well done. You have to pay attention, though, because, like, a lot of shit happens. They've managed to fit a lot in there. Jesus. But, yeah, it was really good. I can't think if there's anything else I was watching. I got this guy hooked on uh, that 70s show again. I'm sure he's told you. <laughs> Almost the last few weeks, I've just been not shutting up about that yeah. 70s show. Well, me and Molly, f- like, fall asleep to it now. Yeah, we've been kind of doing that, too. But, like, I just put it on because I like those shows. That's why I watch The Office so much. Sometimes yeah. I need something I've seen before. Or you don't have to put a lot of, like, time into. And you can just do other things for, yeah. like, noise or to fall asleep. But then when you wake up or you, like, actually pay attention, 
it's awesome. Yeah. So we've been doing that, and now that's been a pretty good fallback. Yep, yep, yep. That Sony show. Mm-hmm. I haven't been really into anything else uh, besides Hickmania is in full force. Still that's on that right. train. Ugh. I've finished his Fantastic Four run. And now I'm into his Avengers right now. Oh, boy. And I tell you right now, like, both in the Fantastic Four and his Avengers, the first page or so, like, he just introduces a ton of stuff right off the bat. Oh, Jesus. Where you're just like, was I supposed to know about this before? (laughs) Like, when I started his Avengers run, like, this third panel is like, this guy terraformed Mars and now it's all green. And I'm like... What the fuck did I... I don't think I missed anything. (laughs) And then I went to go look up the first appearance of that character, and it was in that issue I was reading just then. (laughs) And so what he does is, like, introduce things to you and then makes you lead up to them. Like, But, like, he doesn't frame it that way. He just, like, this happens, this happens, this happens. So you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then it backtracks to get to there. But it does it so it's, like, seven issues later. So he goes for the slow burn. Which I'm appreciating quite a bit. I like slow burns. Yeah. What are you laughing about, Chelsea? (laughs) Something I was going to bring up after you're done with Hickmania. All right. So anyway, I'm in the th- I'm, I'm in the throes. Snowman. I'm in the I'm in the throes of Hickmania. Start of the Avengers. Got a huge chunk of books to read, but so far I'm enjoying it. Uh, other than that, uh, GHD put out the newest episode of Imperious Rex today, mm. where we oh. talk about the book Planetary. Oh, which is quite an out. interesting uh, book. JT might check that out. It's he should. Uh, I'm curious. It's one of my top ten books of all time. Oh, shit. It's really good. And it's only 27 issues. So it's not not that long. Only 27 issues. Yeah, but you're talking about, like, comics. Like, you can read through six issues in, like, an hour. Okay. So. That's fair. It's not not that big a deal. I was thinking 27 trades, and I was like, oh, only. No, 27 (laughs) issues. So it's only three trades, I think. Three or four trades. Oh. But uh, it's it's really good. Uh, check out Imperious Rex on YouTube. I think you'll be uh, pleasantly surprised what we have to say about it. We're very enthusiastic. So much so that the artist of the series retweeted us on Facebook and you and uh, Twitter. Right on. So he Pretty was, cool. was a fan of our review. Good. Of a book that's like... Older than Scott Pilgrim versus the world. <laughs> but that's all I've been into this week, JT. So people... Chelsea, what are you laughing at? <laughs> oh, yeah. What was that? So I've had a lot of time lately on my phone while, you know, feeding and keeping alive our small child. Right. And I was on Instagram and I was like, I can't even remember when I joined Instagram. Imagine all the things I've posted and i started going back through time to the beginning and i found some real gems of youtube (laughs) (laughs) and i had to take screenshots because i was like i don't have to research for this so there was one back on may 27th 2012 close to memorial day for our super patriot party where it Uh. is a picture of you two as super patriots (laughs) oh that's perfect (laughs) and jt is in um america 
swim trunks. Oh, yeah. Like that was... American flag swim trunks with a wolf shirt that he cut the sleeves off with a knife and wore as a headband. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, and then that's, a, that's a thing that happened. Troy to the Max is in um, handmade cut-off nut-cutter jean shorts. <laughs> oh, dude. Those are the best. <laughs> with, like, a these colors don't bleed type t-shirt that you cut the sleeves off. And you guys are on a giant wood pile with sticks pointed to the sky. <laughs> That is, yeah. that is just one of my photos on Instagram. So yeah. people you should, should follow uh, me. post that to the Facebook. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, also got a picture of the baby skunks your dad saved because that was pretty <laughs> Jesus. cool. Jesus. All right. Um, this picture of Joel. Holy fuck. <laughs> oh, that was when I had my like gross redneck uh, yeah, facial but hair. You know what's weird? You're conveniently back in the same outfit where it's the wolf shirt. That was my go-to when I was like... When it was hot out, I cut the sleeves off of it. Super Patriot. I cut the sleeves off of it. But it's just interesting. Your hair's so long. I don't know. And then, you know, here's Troy making beer with our friend Ben. It's just, you know, memories. And then this gem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. As much as this visual gag is doing very well. A wonderful visual gag for our I'm just telling you, though. You guys... Give me a lot of uh, entertainment, even when I'm just stuck on my phone in the dark feeding a baby. Oh, Fair well, enough. you're welcome. Good. Looking at this, it's we've had some good times. Oh, viewers, yeah. Viewers, listeners, whatever you are. You've gone back a long time. Yeah. Instagram shows me that. That's good. right. That uh, well, JT, if people want to do visual gags with you, where can they do that? Yeah, to Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Instagram. And you know what? Snapchat as well. I actually kind of use it a couple times this week. Holy what? cow. I'm I know. Snapchat? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Hey, why not? I did yeah. it a couple times because I did it. Hey, why not? And <laughs> it's about to get more interesting because they're adding a map feature. Oh, shit. The snap map feature. I just saw snap that. Snap map. Today. Yeah. <laughs> It's supposed to get crazy on Snapchat. All I right. saw like a commercial on, I think it was like Hulu, where they were like, Mash.com is doing the thing now where it's like, they'll tell you if you pass somebody who has Mash.com, and they'll be like a, it's like, it's like even like something dumb, like missed opportunities or something, God. where it's like, you pass this person three times, and they're on Match, and yeah, you Yeah, I just two. saw an ad for that while it's I was like, in the other what room. what the fuck? It's a little creepy. Shut up. Yeah, because in the ad, in the ad, the guys ask her, so like, what did you do today? And she yeah. mentions like going to an my, art gallery. I went to my favorite coffee shop. There's a guy in there yeah. that's on Mesh.com that goes with, like, what if yeah. you like, that guy looks like a fucking creep. I don't want to talk to his <laughs> dumb ass. What if it was like. What if you know him and he's already a piece of shit? <laughs> no, what about this? What if they asked and like. Well, I went to the Dubuque Warehouse today, which is a horrible pornography store, yeah. by the way, like real skeezy. Oh, did you see this guy, yeah. Daryl, who's also... <laughs> Apparently he likes BDSM. Yeah. Putting quarters in the jerk-off. Room. Yeah, like the, in the ad I saw... Missed she went, opportunity. She went to an art gallery and he's like, maybe he likes art. And then looks at the camera and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you people? Fucking match. The same commercial where they browbeat a chick because her sister's married and she's not. God. I love the commercial so much. God. I bring it back. We'll see danger if people want to talk about Match.com with you. Where can they do that? Pretty much nowhere. It's all private. But uh, you can look me up, Chelsea Danger, on uh, Instagram, and I may may follow you back. How about that? Yeah, just my Un- you How about that? There's a lot of baby pictures on there. Follow I'm me outside. How about that? <laughs> okay, you can cash cash her outside. 
How about that? And you can uh, see our adorable baby. <laughs> you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Off Podcast. No, you can find us both at Review Review Pod. Sorry, I went into uh, my old way of thinking. You, you can find us at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. And not only Review Review Pod on Twitter, but also Facebook and SoundCloud and iTunes and Stitcher and anywhere you can get your podcast from. Review Review Pod at gmail.com. And there you go. That's it. That's where you can find all of our things. So that's the show this week, JT. Next week, Cornetto Trilogy. You're watching a shit ton. Yes. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost just yakking it up. Just yucking it up. I don't think I have Hot Fuzz or The World's End. I've got... I I bought the three-pack... Blu-ray thing. I'll try and watch as fast as I can and then give it to you. Okay, I can just rent them too. It doesn't matter, yeah. but alright, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't seen World's End since it came out in theaters. It's uh, well, we'll get into it. We'll, we'll get into, we'll it. Get into we'll it. it. You don't worry about that. Uh, so next week Cornetto Trilogy, week after Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Then Spider-Man. And then Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Then Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, the week after that, full speed ahead. Uh, but until then, next time... Wait, until next time... <laughs> nailed it. I've been Troy the Max Extreme. I am JT3K. I'm Chelsea Danger. And we...